now tuned in to the cold hard truth. Cayman's number one hard-hitting live podcast show, where we feature some straightforward conversations on political, social, and celebrity news, and all things happening in the Cayman Islands and around the world. This show was created to give the people a voice and a means of being involved and informed without any filters. Sometimes it gets crazy, but we always keep it real. We bring you the tea piping hot so grab your favorite beverage and join the conversation via whatsapp at 324-1612 email tips at caymanmorrowroad.com now here's your host sandy hill broadcasting live from the beautiful cayman islands They're competing against other Cayman companies, and uh, we're raising money for the Cayman Islands Little League this year, and uh, it's super fun. So again, you know, games like target shooting, we're going to do a tug of war, swimming, a track and field, all kinds of stuff, and you can get details at our website at dmsbroadcasting.ky. You have about uh, one week. I think we're, we'll cut off registration next week on the 8th mm. for the Corporate Cup. So we have 12 teams in. So get a team in and compete again coming up on Saturday, October 16th. All right, it's 726 right now. Big news. I have some important news for you. Interesting news. It's Blake and Aaron's Spilling the Tea with Sandy. K-Man's top news headlines of the day from CMR. Morning, Sandy. How are you? Good morning, everybody. Happy morning. Friday. Happy Friday yes. to you. We've got uh, old school Fridays today. The year's 1998. So at the end of this, we'll uh, we'll get your song, okay? All right. I don't think you told me in advance, but um, no. 
We, my hubby loves music, so he's always on top of it. Okay. <laughs> so I think yeah. he's got a song for me. We may pick something for you then. Yeah, I hope, hopefully it's the right year. All right. So anything new? Anything to discuss today? Um. Yes, there's a couple things uh, that have been happening. So we had a fantastic show last night, in case you guys missed it. We had three um, doctors, uh, I mean, experts, real doctors, <laughs> uh, when it comes to viruses and COVID. And we've, we had a young lady who, um, you know, is part of like, um, oh God, what was her role again? But anyway, these are individuals who are like part of the research team. They're dealing with, um, you know, all of the trials that have been done in relation to the v various vaccines that are out there. I mean, they had some solid uh, information to share with their audience, you know, and I'm excited to get like people who actually are experiencing it and who really know what they're talking about. Cause it's, it's funny how we can sit in a bubble and we all do this here on this Island and we can talk about something that we really are just saying, well, this is what somebody else has said essentially, but to yeah. hear those people talk about, you know, they're on the front lines, you know, they're the physicians dealing with this. They've done with the trials. They, you know, uh, Dean of USF, College of Medicine and, you know, all these people who've had years of amazing experience um, to make that uh, that um, those experts available to a K-Man audience has been fantastic. So I just want to give a shout out to Kevin Wattler, uh, who lives in Lakeland, Florida now, and he's been organizing all of that on behalf of CMR. Oh, cool. So, yeah, That's it's great. been great. Yeah. And what are you what are you finding out that we don't already know? Um, there's some technical stuff for sure. Uh, like last night, there's quite a bit of information in mRNA. And uh, one thing that I didn't know, and I've, and I've dug pretty deep into mRNA, but the way that it was explained by Dr. Sneed is that we all have mRNA in our bodies. So when people talk about, ooh, yeah. mRNA is going to change my DNA, that was a great question um, from April Cummings, who was tuned into the program live. Um, you know, he kind of broke it down to us to explain exactly what mRNA is and how the body reacts to mrna and so mrna this, doesn't go into your cells it doesn't affect your cells yeah no and he said listen within an hour or so of, of the vaccine coming into your body um your body has already started breaking that down and that's what the body does you know and you get this immune um, response reaction and so it I, for me i learned a lot last night um i think that so far uh, this is our fourth episode and we have many more to come that that was the most informative show for me. It was a little bit um, technical, but for you know everyone here trying to play expert and trying to compare one vaccine to another, um, they really gave us some insight into how they're different. And um, but the the bottom line was, listen, they are effective, yep. and so you have vaccine choices and you can choose different ones. But um, at the end of the day, what you need to do is get vaccinated. And Dr. Sneed said he didn't know much about the Cayman Islands, but when he heard we only had a population of 70,000, he was like, wow, that's like a small family. <laughs> you know, he said, honestly, if all of you got vaccinated, you have no idea how protected you would be from this virus. Um, and he said it's doable with only 70,000 people. He said we've had 50,000 people in Florida die. Yeah. from this disease from well the, the majority virus, of us are, well, are vaccinated and, and the anti-vax movement is very small and you know it's just always the 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 the, the vocal voice has the, has the yeah the vocal minority is always you yeah. know shouting the loudest and it's getting well, ridiculous at this point because now it's just getting to the point where it's just anti like information that's true 
Well, yes. we were surprised yesterday and, and uh, that we were approached or sent. Um, we were asked to play some commercials on the radio that yes. supported an, an anti-vax movement and protest at the governor's house yeah. on Saturday. And based on uh, our company position, uh, it didn't align with our beliefs as a company um, to be anti-vaccine for the better of the community. And uh, it didn't align with what the, the Cayman Islands government would like to see happen to open the borders. Right. So, so we politely declined. Yeah. Um, so they, they weren't, they weren't super happy about that. I, I hear it I on other radio. I heard the voice notes. note and I'm going to talk about that a little bit this morning on the show, but, um, yeah, um, I, did, I did hear the voice note that was sent out and, um, I don't even know who, who that lady is, but you know what? Um, I had to, I had to chuckle a little bit to myself when I heard that. Because they're claiming on the one end, like they don't want to be discriminated against, you know, they don't want people making choices about them because of their vaccination status. But in that voice note, she advocated doing the same exact thing uh, <clears throat> to your stations because you guys didn't do something that she wanted you to do. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, um, people think that the rules just don't apply to them when they have a position. They want to uh, stick to that position, um, whether it's right or wrong, it doesn't matter. And, you know, when you as an organization takes a, a position, which you're entirely, you know, um, entitled to, then all of a sudden you're the bad guy, don't advertise with DMS, da da da, da. And I, I, I really, really chuckled because, um, like I said, I don't, I don't know who she is, but I thought to myself, if she is a marketing professional, she would never in a million years approach her clients as a whole, because this is what she was suggesting, because she didn't get her way with one client advert. I thought, wow, that says a lot about her. And if I were using her for my advertising, I'd be dropping her because it's highly unprofessional. Um, the voice note that she sent around um, shows that she's not a professional marketing um, person. She is obviously on this anti-vaxxer, uh, they're calling it pro-choice now as though that makes a difference, um, campaign. So she took it very personal. It seems like when you guys uh, professionally turned down her um, offer to advertise this upcoming event on your platform. We're, we're probably not going to accept ads that uh, encourage people to buy guns. You know, no, we're, I mean, pro we're probably not going to advertise uh, for the calling of conch. It's um, kind of, yeah, we're, you know, you know we're doing it, or, or support a restaurant that's selling shark soup. What part, or, you know yeah. what I mean? It's, what part of our show has ever, has ever said, uh, oh, okay, your choice. We think, no, you need to talk to your doctor about that because it's, it's medically safe. And, but that's up to your doctor to decide, yeah. not you to make a Facebook decision. And that's what we say. So we're pro vaccine. Well, listen, I'll, 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 we didn't play the commercials, but I'll give them a plug uh, because they want, they're doing a protest at the governor's house tomorrow on Saturday, mm -hmm. October 2nd from 4 to 6 p.m. And these are, if, you, if you're if you a business in Cayman that uh, would like to see the borders open and, and you're having trouble with, uh, you know, with your business mm -hmm. because uh, the borders won't open because we don't get, we haven't had the percentage of vaccinated people yet. If you're one of those people just in general that uh, would like to travel again without quarantine, um, here's the plug for them. As you can go by the governor's house between 4 and 6 p.m. tomorrow and see all of the people that gathered in one place that are keeping us from opening our borders and who are the anti-vaxxers right there in one place. 
Yep. You can check them out tomorrow between 4 and 6 p.m. on West Bay Road at the Governor's House. I mean, I just, I, honestly, there's, there's your plug. I just wish that we could get like proper information to some people because I, because most people will go down the rabbit hole and, and research their own conclusion. They yeah. will never, they will never accept anything outside of what they think to be true. Well, you don't have to look around anymore and be like, mm, I wonder if that person's vaccinated or, or I wonder yeah. if that, you know, but I mean, um, you can find them all in one place hey, look, tomorrow. That's, that's the wonderful <laughs> thing about free speech is you have the right to protest, yeah. you know, peacefully, uh, uh, whether you like it or not. But, um, it, it's uh, the thing that I, th I, you know, it's just like, you just can't get mad at us for not playing something when it doesn't align with our values in the first place, yeah. you know, and. And it's nice to have a. It's nice to work for a company that has some morals, and I won't agree. just like take the take the buck over the over the greater good for the community. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Any other uh, yeah. news for the day, Sandy? Um, there was an aggravated um, burglary yesterday in. Yeah, we saw Hawaii. you on the scene. What? Out in. Yeah. Um, where were you exactly? So, um, it was Northside, uh, Frank Sound. So it's right before you get to that bend that kind of takes you around the corner mm -hmm. into Northside proper. So this is right. Frank Sound Road. Um, yeah. So we, at the time that we were doing the live, we weren't entirely sure what was going on. We just heard that, listen, there's a lot of police presence at this location. Um, they are, um, you know, there. Um, Do we know anything more? Well, now we know that apparently... Um, someone tried to, they, they said aggravated burglary, but basically this couple woke up and had a man in, in their house. I think it's someone that's actually oh, that's, a female. That's scary. Um, yeah, it is. And um, so that person has um, fled the scene, but apparently the male occupant got chopped with a machete or something. Oh, geez. yes. So that was uh, why the police were there. Very, very serious situation. Um, but I'm hearing that it's an ex-boyfriend attacked the present boyfriend is what the oh street is saying. It's She's always that, but, something stupid you know. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> well, so, hopefully they're um, okay. But yeah, I, I, I non-life-threatening injuries. So I think they'll be fine. I do want to say something uh, to one of the listeners um, on your Facebook CMR, uh, Archer Brenda. Yes, it is October and Breast Cancer Awareness Month. That's right. So oh, yes. we October remember, 1st. go and get checked, do a mammogram if necessary. Thank you, Archer. And uh, yeah, definitely um, remember Sandy, that. Yeah. Sandy, uh, I don't know if you saw, but there are um, uh, there was a release yesterday that's uh, a call for nominations for the Queen's Birthday Honors 2022. Yes. Now, do you know someone who has made an exceptional contribution to the Cayman Islands? Someone who stands for or stands out for a sustained and exceptional achievement and service? But, um, um, I mean, I can't think of anybody really top of my head. Aaron Brown. Aaron Brown. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's that, Aaron? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure there are tons of people. I just can't think of any right now. But yeah, if you do yeah, know somebody, they, they um, kind of get watered down. I got to be honest with you. Between Queen's Birthday and Heroes Day, and I'm kind of awarded out by the time you know December rolls. Hey, I think everybody should get a participation award. That's what I think. Come on, everybody should get one. Uh, go to one of those parents. <laughs> go to gov.uk/honors and you can nominate somebody. Send in your nomination. Yeah. Thank you, Sue McLaughlin, for uh, for saying good for us for DMS. Thank you. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. All right, uh, Sandy. The year is 1998. That's all right. Now I'm going to see you guys again at 8:15 for a little surprise, right? Ooh. Yes. For yeah, our little, so little drive, in. refer a friend giveaway. You're coming back. Okay. 
everyone yeah. who's tuned in, make sure you tune it back. You stay locked and you mm -hmm. listen to 815 because we got a surprise for you guys. So All right. Will um, you give us a song now? Yes, I think he has the song ready for me. He said song of the day. Yeah. Uh, thub thumping, also colloquially known as I get knocked down. <laughs> tub thumping. Right yeah, tub thumping. Chumbawamba, which we played already this morning. Oh, you played already. But I'll play you just <laughs> okay. a little. Chumbawamba, man. Didn't know that was such a banger in your household. It was from 1998. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You know this one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We, we played it already this morning. I'll play a little clip again. All right, cool. Oh, guys, have a fantastic day. I'll see you back at 8.15. Sounds good. See Bye, everyone. All right, folks. Blake and Aaron coming back at 8.15. You guys are going to want to stay tuned to find out why. It's a little surprise for you. Ooh, yeah. All right, Diamond Princess. Well, go on. Well, go on. Tell me, tell me. So I woke up this morning, believe it or not, with a sore throat. Mm, my goodness. So yesterday may not have just been sinuses. It might have been a precursor to a little bit of cold. Um, but I must say, I have, generally speaking, a decent immune system. You know, when I was a kid, after I left Cayman, I feel like I always used to get sick here. There's something in this environment. But when I moved to the States, I literally was averaging a cold or anything like that, cold, flu, whatever, once every seven or eight years. I mean, like, it would be so unusual for me to get one. And then when I became, like, an adult and, I guess, university life and whatever, you know, I think your body doesn't get as much rest and there's so many other factors. Um, I started to get them more frequently. But into, like, from nine years old until early adulthood, 25, whatever, I hardly ever got a cold or a flu or anything. I mean, literally once every seven years. I was like, yeah. Now they're a lot more frequent than that. So uh, good morning to Anne-Marie. So I woke up and I thought, oh my God, my throat is so sore. So I'm having tea this morning really to soothe my throat. I decided to go with, I had a tea the other night that was so delicious, but it's like a nighttime tea. So I'm thinking, mm, I don't want to be too soothed through the day that I'm going to be falling asleep. But I've got my Lipton... This one is the green tea and blueberry acai. Um, so this one's pretty good too. A little bit of honey. In my CMR mug, of course. This is the old mug. This isn't the new mug because the new mug actually has. I don't know if you guys can see this. I'm trying to get it to. Um, there we go. There we go. Now it's nice and clear. The new mug actually has like right in here the signature. So that's how you know if you've got. Um, the first edition or the second edition CMR mugs. Um, but yeah, I still got my first edition. Having myself some tea because we are going to give it to you piping hot today. Um, listen, our little friend Mario over there at uh, Word of Mouth, he's been losing the plot. And I've been asked not to talk about him with a concern uh, by a concerned party today because they don't want his craziness coming at them. They're just trying to um, chillax. And so... Um, for somebody else's benefit, I'm, I'm not planning to speak on him, but that that boy child has lost the plot. He really, really has. And I, I soon give him a million reasons to go and relax because we're going to be looking at something here very, very shortly. I'm, I'm looking, digging up some papers, my brother. You just hang on tight to your big boy panties. Uh, we'll get to you. 
Good morning, Anne-Marie. Good morning, Irvlin. Good morning, Alice. Thank you so much. Um, Daisy is here. Buenos dias. Yes, it's Friday. And not only is it Friday, it's now October the 1st. Guess what that means? That means that we got through the worst part of hurricane season relatively unscathed, folks. We slid right through September. Nothing major. And we're on the other side, and some feeling a little bit optimistic that we may have an okay season, but we have to continue to keep an eye out there because, you know, the tropics are not done. So we got to keep an eye out. Good morning, Wee Wee. Chrissy is here saying happy Friday, peeps. Marshall from North Carolina. What is North Carolina's um, symbol? Like your state symbol? Like, you know, Georgia's the peach state. What is North Carolina? The state of what? Um, Felicia's here. Carol says the, sh the show, meaning the show last night, was really good. Thanks for organizing these. Like I said, hats off to Kevin. I give him 100% credit. Um, he's been booking the guests, choosing all the topics, putting the whole content calendar together. Um, so thank you so much, Kevin. Karen, good morning. Good morning. Buenos dias, Elizabeth. Emma says, good morning. Happy Friday. Have a fantastic weekend. God blessings to all. Yes, girl. Uh, Miss Anne is here. Says, thank you, Sandy and Kevin, for your evening shows. COVID, very inform informative. Everyone should listen. I think so, too. Buenos dias, boom flick. He says, buenos dias, gente uh, hermoso. Um, gente is like people, uh, beautiful people. Ooh, that's somebody who don't know that we're on air, honey child. Somebody who don't know we're on air calling me. Good morning, Louie. Happy Friday, Olivia. Miss Brenda, how are you? Thank you so much for the reminder that Breast Cancer October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yes, please go get checked into your mammogram. And we're going to talk to the Breast Cancer Foundation, actually, this month as well. I met with them a number of months ago. And I've been so busy, but I do want to do a number of featured interviews on them and the services that they offer. And probably um, no better month to do that than Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So, Ms. Brenda, we will certainly be in touch with them. They offer a lot of really good services, and I think the more the community knows, the better. Um, I think we've all been touched by breast cancer in some form or another. I've had um, more than one primary relative who's actually had breast cancer. So... Um, you know, for sure, it is something that we all need to be very, very much aware of. Good morning to Lily. Good morning, Siobhan. Miss Sue is here. She says, good for DMS. Yes, we're going to be actually uh, reporting on that. I was supposed to write that story last night, but child, I was so tired. Uh-uh-uh. 11.30 rolled around, and I was like, you know, I got to get to bed tonight. Probably because I'm also coming down with whatever this is. Uh, a couple nights ago, though, I knew it was coming because I got home. I think that was, yes, it was Thursday. That must have been Wednesday night. And I was so tired, like sleep, like I, I couldn't get off the sofa tired. And I said to uh, my doctor friend, I said, normally when I get this tired, it's because something is coming. I can mark it like anytime I just like, I feel like I can't get up off the sofa. I'm just sleeping, sleeping, sleeping. Uh, like my brain is working, but my body is like, I'm not moving. 
I know something's coming. It, it happens. And you know what? I think that's just because the body needs to rest when it's, when it's getting sick. Like it needs to, um, that extra little bit of recuperation time. So, uh, Sky, is that how you pronounce your name? Sky? Good morning. Uh, yes. Kudos to DMS. Miss Marva says, um, good morning. You're awesome fans around the globe watching from my third quarantine run seven days. Ooh, girl, you're becoming a quarantine expert. You soon be like Miss KK. She's had so many quarantines. I've lost count. Mm-hmm. Miss Alba, Buenos Dias. Is it easier to do seven days, Marva, as compared to 14 days? Uh, we, we said it was a very interesting show. It was very interesting and very informative. And again, when you hear all of these experts telling you the same thing, um, you know, with backing it up with the scientific data and the numbers, ooh, trust me, honey, child, you got to pay attention. You have got to listen to what uh, they are saying. Miss Beulah, good morning. Julian, uh, how are you? Yes. Omeria, pleasant good morning to you too. Thank you so much. Yes, I'm sure in a couple of days I'll be back to full form. Miss um, Brenda says drink some. You know, I was thinking I've got ginger tea in my um, arsenal of, of teas. You know, we have a lot of teas around here. And I was thinking about it this morning. Should I drink some ginger tea? Like I kind of felt like ginger tea might be a good idea. So she says to add a little bit of apple cider vinegar. That'll help with sore throat. Oh, yes. Okay. Hmm. And um, gargling salt water always helps. Good morning, the beautiful Jonas, handsome Jonas and beautiful Shirley. Uh, happy October the 1st. When I said good morning to Alexa this morning, she's like, it's the start of spooky season. I'm like, girl, don't be trying no trick-or-treating around here. Tommy from the Bahamas, Lizette. Wee wee, got your mug. Awesome. Good morning, Keisha. Hero Blair is here. Good morning. Good morning, Elizabeth. News Lady Sandy, she calls me. Good morning. You're doing a good job. Keep it up. You're welcome. Shauna, Alicia. I would take seven days. I did 14. It was driving me crazy. Yes. All right. So let's talk about what's been kicking off. So first of all, yesterday morning, as you guys know, literally right after the show, um, I got a message to say, hey, Sandy, there's something going on in Northside right now. Something's popping off. And I thought, really? Northside? Frank Sound? That's such a sleepy little town. What on earth could be going on? You know, we still, um, this might be a little bit weird, but we still have expectations that certain areas, like nothing really happens in certain areas, right? So we know the much metropolitan areas of Cayman. So Georgetown, you expect anything to pop off in Georgetown. Um, you know, West Bay, you expect big shootouts in West Bay. Um, when you start going more east, Savannah, Newlands, it's like, no, those are nice quieter residential areas. Not too much is going to happen in those areas. And by the time you reach north side and east end, you're like, everybody's asleep. They're not committing any crimes in those districts. Well, not so fast. Um, well, the residents might not be committing any crimes, but they might be victims. So my understanding is the gentleman might have actually been from West Bay that decided to go all the way to the north side, child. Now, you know you up in your feelings really bad when you have to go all the way from west to north to try to chop up your ex-girlfriend's boyfriend. 
what is wrong with you? We need to find out who this fool is because he really has no sense. If the woman left you and she's already moved in with another man, child, try and move on. That's that, that boat has long sailed. Chopping up her or the boyfriend and all that kind of foolishness isn't going to get you anywhere except jail. Or had the boyfriend, the current boyfriend had a machete, it might have gotten you chopped back. <sighs> what a hot mess. Um, so, you know, you all just need to relax yourself. Um, like I said, the talk on the street is, they know exactly who it is. Uh, so they should be looking for him. So, yeah, so that was happening. Um, they had the little evidence markers down the little cones when we went there yesterday. And as you guys heard me said in the video, well, that's strange. I wonder why they were there. So I thought maybe there was some, um, like, you know, they put them there when they have a big shootout because they're trying to mark every place they found a bullet. It turns out that that wasn't this case. Maybe it was just like droplets of blood or something in terms of the um, evidence team. But yes, my dear, they um, were out there uh, doing their investigation um, good kudos to the RCIPS. We love when you do a good job. You know, we're going to, we're going to give you our opinion when we think you're not quite up to snuff, but if you're doing a good job, you know, good, good on you. So they had the house taped off. Um, it seemed like a major incident, the way that they were treating the scene. And so I thought it might've been even more serious than just a chopping, to be honest. I mean, a chopping is pretty serious, but I thought it was something else, like someone's dead kind of situation. But thankfully, it was not that, and the person does not have life-threatening um, injuries, according to the RCIPS. So they are going to be A-OK, -okay, and hopefully that other person will be going to jail. Mm -hmm. Jonathan, so good to see you. Um, St. Martin in the house, he says. Thank you, thank you. Yes, I think some rest and some good tea. Um, and... <laughs> Julian is <laughs> Julian. First of all, Julian, your little um, emoji con for your YouTube account is so funny. And he says, what a brother. I know, right? Yeah. That girlfriend must have been real sweet on him, child, for him to still be up in his feelings. Um, you know, we've all kind of been there, I think, at some point where you're not ready to end things. The other person's like, I moved on six months ago. Uh, you know. You just got to do what you got to do and move on as quickly as you can. I'm not saying that it's easy. And everybody deals with those types of situations so incredibly differently. Um, sometimes you just need a, a therapy session <laughs> to work out your emotions. You know, like you're not done and you still want to talk things out and whatever. And that person's like ghosted you or they don't want to talk about it. What can you do? Because, you know, if you start messaging them and they say, stop messaging me, then you've technically committed an offense. So good morning, Derek. How are you? Um, so that was Northside yesterday. Northside, please go back to being a sleepy town. Uh, West Bay people, don't be driving all the way to Northside to cause any havoc. Leave the Northside community alone. They're known for their sleepiness. We love it that way. Don't be coming Savannah, Newlands, or anywhere else. Uh, keep your shenanigans in the West. At least we can try to contain it, Georgetown and West Bay. If we contain it to certain areas, don't we all feel better if we believe that crime can be contained? Now, we know that ain't the truth, right? We saw with the home invasion the other day that uh, 
these criminals will target areas that they don't even live in. Because, of course, they think, oh, the person on the other side of the tracks has money. Remember how they went into that house looking for safe and there was no safe? They were looking for all kind of money. Those people didn't have any money in the house. It was like, just because somebody lives in a good, a nice house, doesn't mean they keep a stash of money in the corner. Most people do not for their own safety, first of all. <clears throat> Me, I personally don't walk around money. I don't keep money at home and I don't even walk around with money. You're lucky if you find me with cash ever. I have one little slim wallet and um, my little debit card. And even the debit card, that account has no money in it unless I'm about to make a purchase. Honestly. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I underestimate how much I'm going to spend. So I'm like, okay, I need $100 today. And I put $100 in that account. And then, you know, you go to the Fosters and you spend more than $100. And you're thinking, oh boy, if I make another stop, I don't have any money left. So I log back in. CNB, I'm still waiting for online banking and the mobile app for business accounts. Oh, that would be so nice. And so, yes, I log back in. I add another $100. And that's it. Because I use that card online a lot. So even if someone gets a hold of that card, you ain't going to be getting no boatload of money off of me, child. Um, yes, keep the accounts at zero. <laughs> and that makes that an impossibility. But, you know, CNB's fraud department is literally the best on the island. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm telling you, they are legit on it. Now, interestingly enough, they've outsourced that function to Trinidad. Now, I'm not feeling too, too kosher about that. But having said that, I know that during the pandemic, no one in Cayman has lost their jobs. Some people have actually left and gone to what they think are better pastures. We'll see how that works out for them. Um, CNB treated staff really well. I mean, I understand they gave them um, like money, like when the pandemic started, they gave them extra, a little bit of something extra. We understand the situation. Um, they have extended all sorts of courtesies to their employees. And I like that. I like companies who know how to treat their employees straight, you know? So thank you, CNB. Um, I'm your number one fan. I'm just waiting for that mobile app for the business accounts. Now they rolled it out for residential. I really haven't heard any complaints to be honest. So I think that that's fantastic. But um, yeah, the, the rest of us are still waiting because I've been waiting for a minute for that mobile app child. Because like I said, every time I need a chance for a little dollar to do my shopping, I need to uh, find a computer to be able to do it. So that's a little bit frustrating, right? Oh, good scratch there. Thank you, my lovely back scratcher. You know, we were giving these away, by the way during the anniversary. And I think I still have some left. I need to give the rest away. Um, anyway, so yes, thank you. Thank you, CNB. Miss Brenda agrees that CNB is the best. Odette, good morning. How are you? Um, Anne says the CNB app is great. Wow. I'm looking forward to it. I really am looking forward to it. Because listen, there's no need for you to go to a bank unless you have to do deposit. And even when people try to give me cash, I try to discourage it. I say to them, listen, just go in line and make your payment, right? Here's the account number. Here are the instructions on how to do it. The only thing with CNB, and I really hope that they improve on this, is when someone makes a transfer from like one account to the next, if they don't put the on the notation field um, who it's coming from, then you never know. 
And so my thing is that never happens with Butterfield. I don't bank with Butterfield, but my husband does. And so I've seen their online platform and you always know who it's coming from because they show you the name of, of who it's coming from. And that would be really, really a good idea. So CNB, I hope that you have incorporated that feature into the new platform where um, you know third-party apps within the bank or even external apps now, uh, internal apps, external transfers in, um, we can actually see who it's coming from and not just have to sit there and guess. Because people put whatever in the notation field. They can put donkey juice and all you see is donkey juice, uh, you know, a million dollars and you're like, what is this? Who's it from? What is it for? Sort of thing. So uh, names are important. Look at that. We hit the 300 mark between Facebook and YouTube. Big shout out. 238 folks on, uh, got up to 240 what? on Facebook. And then we've got 56 and five, which would be 61 on uh, YouTube. So I'm still live streaming to both YouTube channels because what I've realized is the second channel, which technically is our backup channel, some people are still watching there. So right now it only has five people there. The other one has 55, but you know, there's no harm in, in live streaming to both. So I heard that traffic is horrible this morning. Um, oh, honey child, we're going we to get to that. We are going to get to that this morning. Yes, honey child. What a hot mess. Thank you so much. Um, yes. Anyway, uh, the exercise yesterday at the emergency exercise at the airport went off without a hitch, uh, no issues was extremely, um, well, um, organized from what we understand. They did a great job. I'm going to show you a few pictures here. So, you know, these are necessary for us to uh, make sure that we are prepared for any uh, eventualities, anything that may happen at our airport that is an emergency. And um, I think it's fantastic that the CIAA carries out these exercises on a regular basis. So, you know, part of it is is looking at uh, our situation and talking about, well, if we had, heaven forbid, um, a plane crash, what would we be able to do um, with our available resources? And so, uh, they carry out these exercises where they have people pretend like they, they're injured. You know, they have the, the regiment was actually out. So I'm going to show you that here in a second. But they were out providing some assistance because remember now they have a, um, a couple medivac, like, um, I don't know if medivac's the right term for them, but they're, they're medical, they're um, military grade ambulances. And so they have those available to assist. And the thing about those is, remember when we toured um, and we got a little insight into the regiment, those um, uh, those um, actually carry more people than the regular ambulance. I think they carry up to, I want to say four to six individuals, but definitely in an emergency situation uh, where you have like a plane or something that goes down or multi, you know, car accident, you might need to quickly transport more than one. So anything that tests our um, resilience and our ability to respond to emergency situations, I think is important. 
I think it's really fantastic that they're actually out there doing these exercises so that they test their preparedness. You know, that's important. So let me show you a couple pictures. So they had some strategic shots on the inside. Here we go. This is what was happening inside. They're going over everything and they've got, you know, the fire chiefs there because of course they play an important part in that process, uh, making sure that they're prepared because regardless of what's happening, fire rescue is a critical part of any sort of rescue effort, especially if it's something at the airport, because you know what that means. That means that a plane went down and, you know, if a plane went down, uh, you're going to have a fire. So thank you so much to the hardworking um, firemen. We also had EMS personnel on hand. Uh, so they are here, you know, overlooking and going through, uh, looking at the air airport. Um, thank God we've never had a real situation, right? But like I said, they've got to plan ahead and they've got to think about, well, if, if this scenario happens, how are we going to react? What are we going to do? Nothing ever prepares you for the real thing. But I do feel like these exercises give you a little bit of um, preparation. You know, it calms your nerves when you feel like, okay, I've done a trial run of this situation. I don't know how many of you have ever prepared for an emergency situation and then it happened. So you had the option of comparing my preparation versus the real world scenario. You are never, ever fully prepared, let me tell you. But some level of preparation is better than no level of preparation. Trust me. So it is important that, um, you know, you get ready for these things. So here is the regiment vehicle, as you can see, fire services. Um, this man is sitting down, you know, pretending to be injured. <laughs> um, here's the regiment again with a stro uh, stroller. Is a stroller? Not a stroller. <laughs> a stretcher. Oh my gosh. The brain is like, no, that's not the right word. <laughs> there with the stretcher. Um, you know, getting ready to put their patient on there. Mm -hmm. Looking over plans and radios, uh, medical personnel would have been on standby as well. Police obviously would have been part of this. And uh, big shout out to Ms. Romelia. Ms. Romelia, are you listening to the show this morning? Good morning. Thank you. She just sent me a WhatsApp message. She'll be getting in, in her feelings about her and Mario. So I said to someone yesterday, I wonder how much news Mario given her. She's going to be getting all her news from him. <laughs> um, so big shout out to the regiment. They were on hand participating in the exercises as well. Here's this lady, um, you know, injured with her flip-flops on. Um, you know, those, those those feet wouldn't even be looking that good if she was really injured, child. <laughs> That's some injury makeup that they have on her leg. But yes, good job to all of the various emergency agencies um, involved in the preparation of this exercise yesterday. And like I said, uh, they carried it out relatively well. It always impacts traffic, though. I had everybody and their mama messaging me, Sandy, what's going on with the traffic? Why is there so much traffic in town today? And I said, did y'all not read what we posted in CMR, that there is a, an actual exercise, emergency preparedness exercise being carried out 
at the um, at the airport. So avoid the area. But you know, I think about it. Maybe um, that's not such a bad idea. In terms of in the real world, you're not going to be able to send out an alert saying, "Oh yeah, we know plane's going to be crashing in ten minutes. The plane is just going to crash." And so having to deal with the traffic congestion and all the other stuff, um, you know, there's an element of unpreparedness that you cannot um, always factor in, but you know is definitely going to be there. So I guess you can factor it in technically, but you know what I mean? You don't know how busy, like when the plane's going to go down, what all the conditions are going to be, and how traffic is going to impede your ability to get in and out of the airport. Because think about emergency personnel vehicles trying to get out of that airport. They only have really one route to go from there to the hospital. If they're going to the hospitals on this side in Georgetown, or if they're going to utilize Health City, because if we have a major incident, all hospitals would need to be utilized, right? So good morning, Lavana. How are you? Um, says I'm listening to you as always in the kitchen cooking before I go to work. That's a hard working woman, child. She gets up and makes sure her restaurant is ready to serve. Tell us what's on the menu today, girlfriend. And you know, she does traditional Caymanian dishes. Mm -mm -mm. All the stuff that's going to go straight to your hips, but you cannot help it. Um, big shout out to Johan. Is Johan around this morning? I'm going to make fun of Johan this morning. So over the weekend, we had a little um, social that we went to. Um... And so I got up and I did a little bit of baking and some cooking, not really cooking, but because I made a salad and I did some baking. So um, I was teasing Johan about um, the brownies that I was making because apparently he's a fan of my brownies. And I also made something. Now, you see, listen, I'm going to show this to you guys. And then I know y'all going to be begging me to make some. Maybe I'll make one again this weekend. It is a really favorite dish of mine. But let me show y'all uh, what what I was in the kitchen doing on Saturday morning. Mm -mm -mm. Ooh, honey child, it was delicious. Um, so I was making a salad. And listen, this salad, if I may say so myself, is to die for. It is actually delicious. Yes. All right, hold on one second. So I'm making fun of your hand because... As soon as I mentioned my brownies, cha, he was there. Look, look, yeah, no. Um, all right, so this is how it all got started. The second your hand heard about the brownies, he was like, ooh, I'm coming. Mm -mm -mm. And can I tell you, they are delicious. They are really good. Um, so the, the, these brownies are not gluten-free. They're not calorie-free. And they're not for those of you trying to watch your weight. Don't even try it. Uh, that's just not what it is. These are, um, we're going to cause you to put on a few pounds kind of brownie. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like it, well... Um, too bad. <laughs> too bad for you, but they are delicious. And a little bit of milk. Ooh, honey child. Let me tell you, this is where it's at. 
So we got the brownies. Now, check out this one. This is the one that always throws people for a little bit of a loop. Um, good morning to Jesse. So this dish, Lavinia, um, I should add this to, I should add this to your menu, girl. Now listen, this is custard top cornbread CMR style. Okay. Now here's the thing. I actually do not like custard top cornbread. Now I know that's a shocker for you all Caymanians because you're like, everybody loves custard top. Well, I don't like the custard top on the custard top cornbread. Not at all. I don't like the consistency of it. There's just something about mm, certain things. I like it to be one consistency when I'm like biting into it. And so I'm not a fan of custard top. <laughs> Someone just said hip enhancing brownies. They do look delicious. Ooh, I got to make you a batch. But listen, I, I, I'm. it's kind of funny, but when I cook, I'm not really inclined to be wanting to eat, um, you know, as much. <laughs> so I might have like a little bit of nibble, but Sha, my daughter came into the kitchen. She was like, mommy, I smell brownies. I said, you do. And I had them kind of, I thought out of sight, out of mind. Um, I had them all the way on the stove top, but Sha, she could still smell them. She's like, yes, I smell brownies. And then she was like stretching her little neck and she saw them. And of course she started begging for a piece of brownie. So I said, all right. I gave her a little piece before the party. But you know, one piece is enough. So then she came back and I said, no, 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 no. I said, one piece is enough. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> this dish now is my modified version of a custard top cornbread. And so there's no custard on the top. Pretty much the same ingredients though, but I've just mixed it up a little bit. And I kind of play around with this and accidentally created this dish, but let me tell y'all something. It is amazing. I've not had a person yet. So Johan shows up with his um, with his belly saying, where are my brownies? And I said, all right, Johan, you've got to, um, you've got to test this out. And he said, no, no, I don't want that. I just want the brownies. And I said, open your mind and open your mouth. He doesn't like custard top. I said, neither do I. And this is not really custard top. It's the same recipe, more or less, in a way, modified. Anyway, honey child, I cut him off one little piece and he was like, oh, this is actually really good. So yes, mm -mm -mm. Johan was like, hook me up with some of that. Now I told him, I said, Johan, you're not allowed to eat all the brownies. So I'm going to give you a couple pieces of brownies, but I will be checking in with Pilar. And if Pilar tells me that she don't know nothing about no brownies and she didn't get any, if she didn't get a piece of cake, it's going to be me and you. So I'm happy to report that um, apparently Pilar did get some because she was like, Sandy, what was this? This was so delicious. Don't send me any more because this is really going to put on some pounds. Once in a while, I don't make it every day. I make it a couple times for the year, but I'm telling you, if you've not had it, it is, oh my God, amazing. Anyway, making myself hungry, child. Mm. Mm -mm. That would go really nice right now with a little bit of my tea. So there's the brownies, two batches of brownies, and I made some of my pull apart bread rolls. Now y'all know we love us some bread. Dr. Sydney looking at this video right now thinking, Sandy, this is why you can't lose no weight, girl, if you be cooking like this. 
Um, to my credit, I've not had time to cook recently. <laughs> but um, <laughs> here's my pull apart bread. So what I do is um, I do one batch with coconuts. So that's the white stuff on the top. Those are actually little coconut shavings. And then I do another batch that's just a regular pull apart with the cheese and whatever, right? Now, my Aunt Adonia, again, her birthday was yesterday. Shout out to her. Um, she loves these. She's a bread person, but she doesn't love them with the coconuts. I always think to myself, you know, I'll make two batches because maybe some people don't actually like coconuts. But the coconut gives that one a little, little bit of a different crunch and taste. But you have a choice. So you can go with, with what is that knocking sound outside? Is that a woodpecker? I feel like I hear woodpecker outside. Anyway, so you got two choices with that. Um, I'm telling you the cooking show is going to be kicking off soon because I'm just looking at all this food going, woo. Yeah, Gigi, straight to your bunk, eh? You got that right. Mm-mm-mm. Ooh, Lavana got, she has turtle, lobster, conch, roast beef, and curry goat and more. Oh, man. Mmm. Wait. Conk and roast beef. Mmm. I'd probably go for the lobster today. I think I need to find my way to you, girl. I'm down a car, though, so I'm, I'm begging a ride today. If y'all see me on the road hitching, stop and give me a ride because the car is in for servicing. <laughs> so I have no car at the moment. But, Lavana, I, I, that, tur- that lobster is kind of sounding good. Um, I'm a funny person with turtle. I will eat turtle, but I actually don't like turtle parts. And I know y'all old time Caymanians is like, what is this honey child talking about? So I like the lean meat only of the turtle and a little bit of gravy, but I don't want no manavlin or whatever the heck you call it. I don't want no skin and parts I can't identify because some of those parts you can't identify. I think that's the manavlin is what they call it, right? I'm just like, oh, no, I don't even want to think about what that is. But I know that you have to put everything in the pot to get the flavoring just right. So I'll take the lean meat, a little bit of rice and beans, and that is it. Ooh, we got Aaron and Blake back again. Hold on now. Special treat twice this morning. We're ready. I know, Miss Brenda, it is really good. Um, cream on top for me. Cream on top of what? That custard top? Good morning, Damaris. Gabby, yeah. what's up? Hey, Sandy. Hey, what's going on? We're going to go live in just a second, okay? Hello. Yeah. We have about 40 seconds left in our... Okay, no problem. We were just talking about food, Chow. Brian sets her orchestra, Jump, Jive, and Whale from 1998. Oh, nice. Yeah. Look at this. Look at this, Blake and Aaron. We're going to have a party one day, and I'm going to bring a few of my signature dishes. What is that? It's my version of custard top cornbread, but I don't like the custard top. So well, we'll be having a piece of that at some point. <laughs> Stand by, okay? There we go. Brownies from this weekend. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Make everybody hungry this morning. <laughs> oh, Miss Ruth then says. I mean, we had to play Brian Setzer Orchestra. Obviously. Jump, Jive, and Whale from 1998. That's a, I didn't realize that song was from 98. I thought it was a little bit earlier than that. No, definitely, definitely a, like a later 90s tune. 
Yeah. Like everywhere. It was like, you know, it was that one moment where everyone's like, yeah, Scott's cool. And like, <laughs> less than Jake like was like jive. playing a lot at Warp Tour. Yeah. And no one cares now. All right. It's time for our uh, DMS vaccine drive refer a friend program giveaway. We've got Adrian with DMS Oregon. Good morning. Good morning. Like an Aaron. Hi. I like your mask. It's pretty cool. Thank you. you nice know, and glittery. Friday glitter vibe. Glitter vibe. And we've got <laughs> yeah. uh, Sandy back from CMR. Hey, Sandy. Good morning again. Morning, You're morning, back. Morning. So we got everybody on the show. We're also live on CMR as well uh, in studio on Kiss FM, and we're doing the giveaway today. Now, now, tell us why we're having Sandy back on. We are. We've got a little twist to the giveaway. Mm -hmm. So the Fridays up until today have all been about refer a friend, right? Mm -hmm. So go fill out the form, put it in the box, take your friend, that sort of thing, co uh, coworker, colleague, someone who's been hesitant to get the vaccine, mm -hmm. and. Uh, CMR has been doing a great program on mm -hmm. uh, COVID-19 and the need to get vaccinated and really spreading factual information. Uh, she's got programs on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 7 to 8, Sandy, right? Yes, yeah. on Tuesdays and Thursdays, that's correct. Right, from 7 to 8. And it's all experts from all over the world talking about the importance of the vaccine and just amazing facts from virologists, epidemiologists, uh, deans of college of medical colleges so the experts the experts <laughs> yes not the facebook. real experts not facebook experts right 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 <laughs> yeah. so anyway so so they're kind of expanding that and this week sandy had uh, someone live on her show who is on island who is currently in isolation with covid-19 mm -hmm. with her son and so we thought uh, the impact that that had on the community <laughs> and her bravery for going on the show should be rewarded Mm -hmm. okay. So, oh wow, a little twist on it, yeah, because um, she really shared how she's feeling, um, the tired, the fatigue, and the thankfulness of having gotten that vaccine. Because had she not, fearful of how how much worse it yeah. could have been. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so so what are we doing? So let's uh, make a phone. So call. is that this number right yeah, here? Yeah, let's All make right, a phone call. Okay, this is interesting. This is live, or yeah, we're kind of. We're not going to say the number live, but we will call. Yep. <laughs> well, that's kind of interesting. So, um, and, and the child is not positive, or they both, they, are. they both are. They okay. both are. Okay, I haven't been able to watch all the. And these what's series. her name? What's their name, Sandy? Hello. Hi. Good morning, Tanisha. Tanisha. Hi. Hi. Hi good how's, morning. How's it going, Tanisha? Yeah, it's Blake and Aaron from Kiss FM Radio. And oh, Sandy from CMR. And you're on with uh, Sandy from CMR. And Adrian and from Adrian. DMS organization. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Morning, everyone. It's the morning coming a little bit better now. Uh, yes, a lot better this morning. That's so you were vaccinated and then you got a breakthrough infection. Yeah. And how did you know? Just by testing, or how did you did you feel symptoms? Um, I actually felt symptoms. They came down. I thought I had the flu. Mm -hmm. And then I was asked to take a PCR test, and that's how I got the results and found out that I was positive. And what wow. did you feel? Uh, basically, loss of smell. It, it pretty much is like a flu. You have um, aches, you get fever, um, you're very congested. I was very congested, and I suffer with sinus issues, so that kind of impacted it more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's I mean, rough. Yeah. Did you did you were you able to taste things still? I am still able to taste up to okay. today's date. I'm still not able to smell anything. Oh really? wow! Mm -hmm. Wow. 
And she was part of, um, just to clarify, Blake and Aaron, she's part of the Georgetown um, group. So she was already in isolation. Yeah. And how many, uh, how many days has it been that you've had? Um, since about I've tested positive since last week, Saturday. So I've, I'm known of it since six days now. Wow. Yeah. When's the next time you get tested? Uh, I'm assuming on the 14th day from my last testing. All yeah. right. Well, we're we're hoping we're hoping for you. No we're problems g- breathing though. Just you just feel like you have a head cold kind of thing. Yes, just a head cold. It's very congested in the head. Mm-hmm. Um, my eyes hurt. Um, which that pain has been relieved just right now. So I'm just in that phase of recovering right now. Aren't you glad you got vaccinated? I'm very happy that I got vaccinated. To yeah. be very honest, because I was very sketchy in the beginning. I didn't want to get tested. Um, I didn't want to take the vaccine and. You know, I decided to take the vaccine and I'm very happy that I did. Good for you. She actually has a comorbidity. And I think this is really important because one of the experts was saying last night how having a comorbidity can be so critical um, to, you know, how you will react if you get infected with COVID-19. And she is diabetic. And, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the things that they said is they find even with breakthrough infections, like the people who will have it the worst are the individuals um, with a comorbidity. So, you know, I think that uh, Tanisha has a lot to be thankful for. Oh, yeah. Adrian, you want to, you have something to say to uh, Tanisha? Tanisha, on behalf of of DMS organization, uh, we would like to say a big thank you for your bravery, for coming on to the CMR show Mm -hmm. and for being a part of the solution to uh, this COVID-19 pandemic and helping the country and the people of this country. So we are going to award you with five hundred dollars today. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. So amazing. We really yeah. thank you, and again, appreciate your bravery. So thank you for being a part of it. Sure. Thank you so much. I definitely appreciate it too, and I definitely wanted to bring awareness to other people in the community, you know, and share the experience so people could know, like, hey, COVID is real, and the symptoms are there. For sure. Well, we're glad you're okay for the most part and you're yeah. feeling better and that you're yeah. vaccinated. And hopefully a little cash makes you feel a little better today too on a Friday. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Tanisha, thanks for coming on with thanks us. So we, much. We'll reach out to you yeah. about your, your winnings. Okay. Keep All get, right. No keep, problem. Keep getting better. Yeah. yeah. Feel better All soon. Right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Cool. Yes. Awesome. So, um, yeah. So that's post, post vaccine, post, um, quarantine money. Go yeah. there you go. shopping spree or something fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sandy, so thanks, thanks for coming on with us. Do you want to yeah. hang on with us or because we have another story? I don't know if you want to keep that on your show or if you have. Oh, yeah, on. let's hear what's going on. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Who is our next guest? So I have a friend of mine, uh, Leanne Corin, in studio today. She, uh, again, bravery coming in and talking about her experience. She was traveling with her uh, family um, in U.S. and Canada. And uh, when she got back, was in quarantine, and I got a message after the third day they were back from her husband saying she tested positive for COVID and was not feeling well. So I'm going to introduce you to Leanne, and she can tell her story. Hi, Leanne. Hi, everyone. So my story is very similar to Tanisha in terms of the breakthrough. Um, I was double vaccinated, and we went away for the summer, and we were traveling in the U.S. and Canada. And uh, it wasn't the third day because we came back and I had tested negative to get back into Cayman. And then on the fifth day, we were going for our test. On the third day of quarantine, 
I started to feel sick and I thought it was just a head cold. Uh, so we went on day five for our tests. And on the evening of that fifth day, we got the call and they said I had tested positive. And at wow. that stage, I was feeling pretty wow. mucky. But just like Tanisha said, it was all a head cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and, health- and you have kids. So and I, like, oh, oh, maybe I've just got a cold from, from that. Because we're always sick if you have kids. You yeah. Know? So, well, my kids are older and it was just my son and my husband with mm-hmm. me. Um, and everybody in our house was double vaccinated. Oh, okay. Well, that's good so, news. So we were okay, but I did think it was a cold that I'd got while traveling. How long were you traveling for? Uh, we were away for five weeks, so, so quite a while. So for five mm-hmm. weeks, you were completely fine. You took precautions. Oh, yeah. We were wearing masks everywhere. Um, I had seven COVID tests over the course wow. of Seriously. being between the U.S. and Canada because every time... Yeah. You cross the border, you need a negative test. Right. Um, and I was super diligent on the air, airplane, so like wiping home, everything down. I had hand sanitizers. Uh, and I thought, well, we did it and yeah. we're back. Um, but the greatest part so, of the story is that my son and husband, who quarantined with me for three weeks, and I was symptomatic, did not get COVID. So and really? we were in the same house. Did they leave you locked in the, in the bedroom? They did not. Well, my, my son was a little bit scared to come near me. So he <laughs> yeah. he kind of locked himself in his bedroom for most of the time. But I mean, he, he probably said that he just wanted, you know, because I like once my kids are old enough, they're going to be like, yeah, I, I, oh, mom, you have COVID. I just want to be away. Yeah, from just, really just, just get away from me. Or yeah, leave yeah. me alone. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah, that's a good excuse. No, nobody was using your yeah. toothbrush. Nobody was yeah. using yeah. my toothbrush. Yeah. But we were eating from the same kitchen and I was being somewhat careful but yeah um, but they didn't uh, they didn't get it because well see this is just shows that there are breakthrough cases but the vaccine does help to Absolutely. limit the spread and ca- and Absolutely. catching it so amazing. and they called every day to say how's your breathing are you oh, nice. I, I it never went to my did chest. you mask up in the house i'm curious um i did initially yeah um and then you know we were there for three weeks yeah, <laughs> so you're that's like hard. okay uh, um and then the symptoms dissipated and yeah. like i had no symptoms except i did lose my smell and taste did you mm. interesting um, and i'm six weeks out now and i still can't smell properly. really really yeah no way but you're but you're negative Oh yeah, I'm neg. Oh, I had to be negative to get out. Of I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally negative. I know, but isn't that interesting? Uh, that they wouldn't let me out. Yes. That was the thing, you know. Yeah. But isn't it interesting? Fun. It has a lasting effect. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's the long COVID. Yeah, yeah the long COVID. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, losing most of your sense of smell is probably uh, more of a, a thing that you would rather get with the long COVID than like the lung or kidney issues. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah. absolutely. And again, it all comes down to being back vaccinated and having that protection your body recognizes yeah. what to what to help protect you so, from yeah. so leanne where do you think you got it then you spent five weeks on vacation um, i'm pretty sure it was in miami airport so i tested, really? tested negative in new york which was our last kind of point within yeah. the 72 hours and then got to miami and we had a about a six hour layover did I say where I think I Sure. Uh, we spent some time in the um, Amex Lounge. Centennial okay. Lounge. The cent- Centurion Lounge. Centurion, yeah, Where people yeah. walking around without masks yeah. on. Yeah. And, you know, and it's still a full on. And their red hats. And no mask on, red hat. But uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that's where it was. My viral load was really high on the day that I had my test. So it had to have been within mm-hmm. a short space of time. Oh, so the higher the viral load, that means you just yeah. basically were infected. Yeah. 
Mm, that's well pretty wild. Not on the airplane. I don't think I. You know, I honestly, I'll go again. I was so diligent. Yeah. I had sprays and well, and they disinfect and you, those and you mask so well. On the, and you and mask, you mask on the plane. And everyone's right? masked yeah. up. So yeah. if you're if they're walking, people are walking around without a mask on in the in the lounge, and it is a smaller confined place yeah. then that's you know yeah. they're not they're not sanitizing the place as much airplanes i feel like they, they probably go it. through yeah, when before you get on spray and that the irony around. is my husband just rolled his eyes at me all the time he's like you're a freak we all double vaccinated <laughs> <laughs> i'm like no i'm just being careful and yeah. then i was the one to get it of course anyway well we're glad you're better yeah thank you and thanks yeah. for talking about it on air yeah. and sharing, yeah. sharing your experience go and get your vaccine everyone <laughs> yes there you go. for sure excellent uh, Adrian, uh, say how it works. How does the uh, how does this work? This, so vaccine drive. We're getting close yeah, to, we the, are, we to are. the finale. So the hundred thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So anyone who has yet to go get that uh, second vaccine, who is within the window, you know, after having your first one, don't put it off. If the first one was bad, um, just know that you're doing the right thing. The second one will will be better. The second one will be better, yeah. and. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll, you know, you'll automatically be entered into uh, the, the grand prize. So anyone who has been fully vaccinated uh, by the HSA is automatically entered. And then the refer a friend program, continue to refer your friends, f- uh, family, colleagues, because you can still be selected um, if you are, you know, double vaccinated. That is another ec- extra entry mm-hmm. uh, into the into the grand prize. So Hundred so, grand. The fourteenth yeah. is in less than two weeks now. It is. It is. We've only got one more Friday mm-hmm. together. But oh, will, wow. you, will you come in on the the fifteenth? How, how's the How's the announcement going to be done? So it's gonna t- it's gonna take a few days okay. because uh, so HSA will have to present the number of how many total vaccinated, and mm-hmm. we'll then we'll add up the uh, number of referrals we have in the program and then we do an automatic we put it into the computer and it auto generates numbers mm-hmm. we then give that number back to hsa and they go through you know all of the requirements for contacting yeah. and if they want to be a part of it uh verifying their their uh vaccine because we have no uh yeah. access to any of that information nor do we want it and then they'll come back to us and say okay this person's good to go go ahead and call them so it's going to take a few days it's not going to be immediate but we will definitely be uh be back in the studio if cool. you'll have us right. yes so we're, we're going to make a hundred thousand dollar phone call we are oh yeah we are one of our phone rings blake wouldn't it be funny if i actually <laughs> yeah it won't oh, be my phone i'll tell you that much it, it won't be mine it might be, yeah. it might be i know i was just thinking that myself i'm like wouldn't that be funny if i actually won oh my god wouldn't it be yeah. awesome <laughs> it would be totally awesome um, Sandy, thanks for having us back on your show. Yes. All 239 people on uh, on Facebook. I don't know who, how many on you have there on YouTube, but uh, 309 in total. Yeah. Ooh, so, cool. so thanks for having us back, and mm-hmm. we'll talk Absolutely. to you tomorrow morning. Okay. No, we'll talk to you on Monday morning. That's oh, right. It's Friday. Oh yeah. <laughs> See you Monday. You can come in if you want, Blake. I know, right? Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. So yes, Tamisha, congratulations, girl. You won yourself five hundred dollars hard gold cash. Thank you, thank you, thank you to the DMS crew and to uh, KISS 106. They've been giving away prizes every Friday. They've been having a drawing. And uh, Adrian had this brilliant idea yesterday. She's like, you know, normally we do the refer a friend program. So if you've been referring a friend um, for the vaccine, you get some, some money in your pocket. And she said, you know, I really admired that young lady who came on your show. What was her name? And I said, Tanisha, she said, yes, how about we um, make her the prize winner? And I loved it. I said, oh, my God, 
that's going to be so exciting. That is I'm totally feeling that. So yes, they made it happen for Tanisha. Um, again, congratulations, young lady. Um, well done, well done. Yeah, your story touched a lot of people. I was even in the grocery store. Uh, was it the grocery store? Somewhere I was. And somebody stopped me and said, oh my God, Sandy, you know, I hope that young lady recovers. I was so impressed with her story. Darlene says, Sandy, I really don't understand how people are still in denial about COVID. Um, on Monday at my dialysis treatment, an elderly man, an Asian Muslim man died. He contracted COVID and another colleague was also tested, also tested positive. Wow. The Asian gentleman did not have any jabs, so he perished, rest in peace. The other gentleman who was double vaccinated had symptoms and he did well. This is a clear message that we're better off having the jabs without a doubt. And you know what? I was so saddened yesterday to hear actually that um, at one of the salons that I go to, there was a Filipino lady there, her son, who is only, he's in his early 20s, I think 22, 23, has actually died of COVID. Yep. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow. I went there yesterday and I didn't know if I should say anything to her. Like, I don't really know her well, but still, I felt so bad. She only has two children. Her husband recently died last year, um, not related to COVID, but he died. And now she's lost her son in the Philippines um, to COVID. Unbelievable. So she's only got, like, the daughter left. Oh, my God. It's so sad. Um, and, you know, the other thing that I found very, very interesting last night is a lot of people like, oh, well, we're just counting COVID deaths, like if you died of COVID. But as one of the physicians said, you know, the guy who was a transplant specialist was talking about how his patients are at particularly a high risk, even if they are vaccinated, because they're taking um, immunity suppressant drugs and stuff like that, immunosuppressants. And, um, you know, when he said that people may, I think it was him or Dr. Sneed, People may end up not actually dying from the primary COVID infection, but what it then does to their organs later on, they're going to die. And this whole long haul COVID thing is really, really serious. So that young lady there um, in the KISS 106 studio, six weeks later, she still has no sense of smell. You know, your sense of smell is actually really important, not just to be smelling my brownies and my baked goods, but for a lot of other reasons, you want to be able to smell right? So that's crazy. Mm. Mm -mm. What a hot mess. Wow. Um, I'm so sorry to have heard that um, this young lady's mother, uh, that her son had passed away as well. All right, folks, we got about an hour left in the program. I don't know if I'm going to go the full hour today because I feel like I need to sit down and kick out my feet and I could really go for some of those brownies right now. Like that would go so well with my tea. But anyway, we will we will keep on trucking along without the brownies. Um, but I got to tell you, I feel like I could jump right back in bed. But you don't always get that option. You got to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sue. I think she's going to be going back. Obviously, you know, she only has two children, so she's going to go back for the funeral. Uh, good morning, Alice. Happy Friday. Um, Lavanya, I'm thinking about 
your lobster. All right, folks, uh, let's see what else we got to talk about this morning. Okay, let's talk about the situation with the Sunrise um, Center, because I made this post, and I know a lot of you had an opinion about it. So um, let, let me kind of explain to you why the post was made, and then the phone call that I got subsequent to the post that kind of actually made it worse. You know, sometimes you think, okay, this situation is just a bad situation, there are times when I believe that maybe you just leave things alone because um, the phone call that I received from the director actually only made it worse and she didn't really help her position. So we got a, um, we got a post here from them that was up on their whiteboard. Now, apparently they're planning their anniversary event. So um, first of all, happy anniversary to Sunrise. Um, we wish you luck. The person sent me the post and they said, Sandy, I'm trying to pull it up here. Um, have a look at uh, this post and what it's saying. Now, this is what it said. Um, it has 35 anniversary ideas for the November the 8th. And then it has compass pull out. You know, they still thinking about the compass first, although they hardly reach anybody. Uh, they still want to give all their money to the compass. And then after this, I'm going to talk about the advertising of, um, you know, the what's this group called the um these protesters and local media so they say at compass first radio ad podcast sunset sale first day cover groundbreaking um at news site interviews with some of our work partners discussing how clients are valuable assets blah 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 and then they say um you know <laughs> We, we don't even get a proper mention in the sense that we're not even at the top of the list. It's like, okay, we'll do Compass. We'll do radio ads. Da, da, da. We get under, I guess it's a dash under groundbreaking at news site. Um, so that's the only event maybe we were going to get invited to. I don't know. But it says, I know she's not always a government favorite, but some sort of media with Cayman uh, Ma Road could be pre-recorded, not live. Okay. So some people perceive that I'm salty about this because I took it as a negative comment. It's not that at all. What I took it as, as a misinformed comment, because um, the bit about not always being a government favorite actually isn't correct. Maybe, maybe they didn't realize that the government has actually changed and that this particular government is a little bit more fair and balanced. Mm, has anybody else noticed? We get invites to events. We get invites to press conferences and so on and so forth. So the post said, listen, um, first of all, I think it's unprofessional to put that up on a whiteboard, even if that was a point of discussion um, <laughs> during your whatever kind of meeting this was. Um, Kenneth says that um, you are my favorite. Aw, Kenneth, you're so sweet. But my, my issue was it's unprofessional to put this up on a board at, at your work facility. Obviously, tons of people saw it because at some point somebody took a picture and sent it to me. And then um, it isn't entirely accurate. Like, I don't need to be the PAC government's favorite, right? It's not about being a favorite. Are you then by implication saying that um, the compass is a favorite? Mm, really? 
I mean, there's so many different ways that you could read that. But how I read it, it wasn't that, oh, I'm not government's favorite. Y'all know that we don't care about that part. But I don't actually think that that's an accurate statement. It's not an accurate reflection of where CMR are um, in our journey. Now, it's kind of interesting where they say it could be recorded, not live. Why would that make a difference to you? Like, it, it's just very, very bizarre. Like, I, I thought it was an odd um, statement to see up on a whiteboard. Like I said, obviously somebody sent it to us. Um, so yes, uh, Aliana said this is a bitter civil servant. So we were told that the director, um, Kimberly Voden, uh, wrote this. And this is her handwriting. Now, we don't know nothing about Kimberly and her handwriting, so I can't tell you that without um, as a fact. I can just tell you what people who know her handwriting, who work with her, has said. So I thought, mm, mm-hmm. So we put it up. Kimberly gave us a call. She said, that's not my handwriting. It's not me. I don't know anything about that. And in fact, that board was left up for a couple of days. So this is just someone who randomly walked by and commented on the board. So I thought to myself, hold on a second. Now, you know, sometimes you get caught with your pants down. You got caught red-handed. And as kids, your first instinct is always to lie. And my Aunt Lottie used to tell me, child, honey, pearls of wisdom. She said, you're only going to get it worse if you lie to me. If you tell me the truth, we, you're still going to get punished, but we can deal with the truth. And your punishment will be less severe if you speak the truth. That's one of the reasons I'm all about the truth, honey, child, because Aunt Lottie really instilled that value in me as a young person. And so I thought... When she's saying this to me, I'm listening to her going, you're going to leave up a whiteboard for days on end, right? This seems like it was some sort of planning meeting. And the idea was for random people to just come by, write their comments on the board. And you're not telling me that you don't even know who wrote that. I'm a little bit suspect, honey child. That, that don't make no sense. So she continued talking. And I think at some point she probably would have been better off just keeping her mouth shut. She continued talking and, you know, um, she was in meetings all day. She didn't, she doesn't know who wrote it and taking, you know, no responsibility for that. It wasn't her. It's defamatory if I say it was her. And I said, okay. Then she says to me, it could have been one of her clients. And I said, what? One of your clients, as in one of the residents or, you know, not, I don't think they live there 24 seven, but like the special needs people that come to sunrise, listen, when she said that to me, y'all, you know, you know, my little pressure was going up in that moment, like for real. I'm like, one of your clients wrote that? Trying to throw the special needs community under the bus? Are you, are you kidding me right now? And I said to her, one of your clients? And I think she then recognized how stupid and ridiculous that sounded. And I, I said, you want me to believe that when you say one of your clients, a special need person got on your board and wrote that so eloquently, first of all. I mean, if they could write like that, they probably wouldn't need to be at sunrise. Let's just be honest. I mean, it is ridiculous. Really and truly, one of your clients, that, that's where you're going to go with this. Well, then one of your clients took the photo and sent it to me as well. Go with that theory. Absolutely ridiculous. 
Now I hear that that Kim, you know, she might be running the center, but I hear I'm hearing all sorts of stories about victimization. And I'm not talking about just today. I have been hearing some stories for years, people. And I have not said anything because there are certain establishments, Sunrise, you try to look at the bigger picture. Lighthouse, you try to look at the bigger picture. And you give them more than ample opportunity to sort out their messiness. Don't be blaming your clients for this. You need to get your act together. And it makes me wonder what else you're blaming those poor people for. That to me, I was a bit perturbed when she went in that direction with the discussion. She said, Oh, can you take it down? You know, we still want to do work with you, blah, blah, blah. You know, I have a very soft heart for the people who need it. And it's not the administrators at that facility, it is the residents, because I do think that. Um, we need a facility like that. It needs to obviously probably be run by some real professionals. But at the end of the day, it is it is very much needed that we try to normalize as much as possible the existence and the life of people who fall into that special needs category. So I'm a thousand percent a supporter of them. So people who run some of these facilities, whether it's the Case Foundation or the Boys and Girls Home, or maybe now we need to be adding Sunrise to that list, they need to get their act together. And I don't want that to reflect on other staff, or I don't want that to reflect definitely not on the residents that are utilizing some of the facilities there. So Kim, honey child, I do not know you, but the one advice that I would give you is please don't ever call CMR again and lie to my face or over the phone, because I can't stand a liar. If you were like, you know what, maybe that wasn't the best choice of words. That wasn't the best way to say it. You know, um, not a problem. In fact, had you come to me with that type of an attitude, I would have um, taken it down. Now, you know, all kind of people now messaging and saying that maybe you need to be asking her about other people who are getting special privileges at that facility for all the wrong reasons. You see, I've heard these stories for years. This is nothing new. And I've never addressed them. Now you're on my radar. So might I suggest you, you get your act together. Focus on your clients. Because we don't want to talk about the messiness of the administration that has happened there that we all know about. Mm-hmm. Yes, honey child. I heard all about this drunk worker and how much privileges he got and extra perks that other Caymanians couldn't get. I heard about the stories for years now. Yep. Mm-mm. Child, please. Don't let me go there. You see, I find this is the interesting thing about a lot of these agencies, uh, people who are running them. They want to perch themselves up on a pedestal when they don't know how much CMR actually knows about the cold hard truth. There's so many organizations in government who are running a literal shit show. And when I tell you that they're running a shit show, I'm not kidding. Favoritism, nepotism, sleeping with this one, having an affair with that one. And people know it. The people that work with them know it. The parents sometimes of their clients know it. And they all be talking to me. 
keeping less than competent people on staff, keeping drunk people there working because somebody knocking boots and all kind of foolishness. We can just leave that right there. Strong Will says, good morning, Sandy. You're also my favorite. Have a blessed weekend. Uh, Soka, good morning. Joining us from Miami. Watched an earlier show and saw a comment read the PCR test at Miami. No, they don't shove the swab up your uh, cerebrum, 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 <laughs> as that is done by people who don't know what they're doing. The swab at Miami is inserted in both nostrils only as far as necessary. Okay. Well, I'm not a medical professional, so I don't know nothing about that, but we're going to double check. Rick says, stop with the honey child. Rick, what's up? What would you like me to say? Honey TD? Honey Bobo? Wagwan. Uh, Cindy, thank you so much for the blessings. Rita says CMR is number one. Uh, Darlene says, yes, just blaming those dear special needs people. No, 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 no. That's not nice. That's not nice. Um, Zelda says, maybe Sandy will be legally protected by the cat pack government because of their close affiliation. <laughs> Zelda, please, you have lost your goddamn mind if you had one. Legally protected by the pack government? Are you crazy? Now, Zelda... You know we believe in being honest, so I'm going to be honest with you. You know that um, once the government was being formed, I thought the people had spoken very loud and clear in favor of independence. So only a salty progressive person would make that kind of comment, Zelda. Zelda, are you a salty progressive supporter? Hmm. Poor little you. Would you like me to make you some brownies? Brownies makes everything better. It'll make you feel better about what happened with the progressives. I think I can make some brownies for Alden, too. Uh, then hit me up for some custard top and brownies. And maybe I'll even throw in a couple muffins for you. This is the thing, folks. <laughs> Somebody said, I'm so vexed I cannot say my say on the radio because they're a civil servant. Yes, honey child, I will speak for all civil servants. Um, No, the patent government has given me no protection. In fact, y'all may not even know this, but let me give y'all a little bit of internal sus. Have you noticed that Chris Saunders has a preference for um, going on, what's the name of the show? Um, with Rajma. Chris has actually never been on this show since he's been elected, but he's been on with Rajma, I think like three times now. If I was such a pat government favorite, what is Chris doing over there? Do tell. And by the way, I'm his, I'm his constituent. I, I voted for Chris Saunders. There's nothing wrong with him going over there and speaking with Rajma exclusively, apparently. That's no problem. Hmm. If Sandy was a pack favorite, well, Zelda, that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. Media should be given fair access. What the progressive was doing was blocking media and clearly playing favorites. So when the compass was their favorite, Zelda, I never saw you commenting about that. You wasn't up in your feelings about maybe they will get some protection. Hmm. So no, TD, that's not what's happening here. The PAC government will be given their opportunity. And when they screw up, I'm here talking about it same way. But you see, Zelda... The irony of the situation is 
Sometimes we as flawed human beings only see what we want to see. So you wouldn't remember just a couple months back when I fired a warning shot at this same PAC government saying that I had heard rumors of misbehavior in Cayman Brack and I put them on notice. Don't be coming into this position now thinking you're going to carry on with your shenanigans like the previous government. Because the same way we call them out, if necessary, the PAC government will be called out. It's as simple as that. There are none of favorites in that, honey child. That's just the cold hard truth. Now, am I going to, when they get it right, talk about the things that they've got it right? Yes, we're going to do that. Hmm. Did y'all see the video that um, the Honorable Minister of, of uh, Tourism and Transport dropped last night? Well, we dropped it on CMR in case you missed it. That was a good video saying that we can't stay locked forever and y'all need to get ready. Now, Salty, Salty Zelda, I think you were on there too. Oh, I don't like the music. I don't like this. I don't like that. Listen to the message. Now, y'all know if somebody knows how to deliver a message, it is normally Kenneth Bryan because he worked in media and he understands a little bit about media and marketing. Mm -hmm. Now, Y'all run and go tell Mario. We're going to be talking about him next because this will make his day since I'm talking about saltiness. Elizabeth says, you're so informative. Carry on. Yes, honey child. I'll tell y'all how it goes. Celine, you don't like honey child either? Oh, she says, Sandy, please don't stop saying honey child. It's very commanding and I love it. It always cracks me up when you say that. Well, our little friend over there, who was that? I don't think he's, I don't think he's commanding, you know. Rick, Rick, where are you from, brother? Identify yourself. He don't like that because he don't, he don't understand the context, but that's all right. That's all right, Bobo. We got you. Uh, Patricia says that was a great vote video. Very well done. It was. I loved it. And I, I, I don't care nothing about, oh, the music re reminded me of, uh, what did somebody say? The music reminded me of um, Unsolved Mysteries. You were still watching and you were still paying attention. I saw all 200 of you watching from the start, right straight through to the finish. As a matter of fact, let me tell you how many views that video already has, honey child. Let me see now. Hold on one second. How many views it got so far? It has 3.9 thousand views. Call it 4,000. Round it up. 4,000 views already. And that is only how many hours later? 11 hours. You go with your bad self, Kenneth, Brian. But what I want y'all to do is actually listen to the message. The message is really important, right? Don't get caught up in the semantics of how it was being delivered. Y'all need to listen to the message because that message was a little dose of cold hard truth. Mm -mm. Uh, Tweene Fuss says, CMR, tell them, don't watch no face. Don't watch no face. Keep them in their place. Yes, my dear child. The other thing that's interesting about the PAC government, you guys might not know this, but they're actually interested to know what the pulse of the community is. So there are times when I will have conversations with certain PAC members, and I will say, this is what the people them are saying on the road. And unlike the previous administration who only listened to their supporters, this government is listening to the people, generally speaking. So 
What can I tell you? Oh, Paulette, it's too bad we can't see your little heart emojis on here. They don't show up on this platform, but I see them on the other screen. Uh, Patricia says, let's open the borders. They soon get open, child. Only a matter of time. So um, our little salty friend Mario over at Word of Mouth, he's all up in his feelings. You know, he has a he has his little crazy followers over there. And at, when I say crazy, I mean they're crazy for him. And that's good. Mario has a fan club. Oh, honey child, this is where I need my Nancy Pelosi clap again. It's like the little, um, you know, you know, your kids might do this sometimes, right? Um, they have a little joke, like um, you're complaining. Oh, mommy, um, let me let me tell you how much I need to hear this complaint. And they do this, and you're like, what are you doing? The world's smallest violin is playing right now for you. So look, yeah. Um, he was on his show. Now I've never actually watched a live show, but I did tune in yesterday. I'm going to be completely honest. I tuned in yesterday and I caught a segment of it and he was saying something about me and my eight. He said, Oh, over there, she's got eight people that tune in every day and that's it. Mario, Mario, Mario. <laughs> really? Eight people. Well, right now we have Three hundred and um, two, and I, I don't have to lie to y'all. I can actually tell you. A minute ago, we had three hundred nineteen, and you see, Mario, this is a thing, right? When you tell the truth, you always have something to back you up. You don't, you don't have to make things up, and you don't have to lie. So you can sit down and talk about. I have eight people watching, but you know, I could just do this. Hold on a second. I can take a screenshot. Mm hmm. And I can pull it up and bam, you see where it says 319 people just a minute ago? Hmm. So when you sit down with 12 people or even 40 or 50 people, that's good. You're on the right path. Good for you. But don't get up in your feelings when you have to start lying on people. But we only have eight people over here. Now, from day one, you've been trying to compare yourself to CMR. You even said it in your own video. Oh, I'm like Sandy. You actually said, I'm like Sandy Hill. We speak out on behalf of the people. Now you get insulted because me and you are not on the same position when it comes to vaccination. But just the other day, he was singing my praises and sitting down at my lunch table at Grando House begging me to come on your show. My brother, I will tell you again, the truth is so powerful and it has the ability to set you free. Huh? Don't be trying to clout chase over here. Do you, don't worry about anybody else. You will always have people who will follow you. That's the beauty of anything you do in life. Serial killers have fans and followers. And if they can have fans or followers, then God knows, so can Mario. Nobody's gonna take anything away from you, my love. Relax yourself. But I won't tell you, I won't allow you to misinform people, to lie in people, not tell the truth. Now, you know, you love to get crazy on your show because Crazy is entertaining. I get it. Sometimes I get a little crazy over here too. And it is entertaining, but one element that's missing from your crazy ass show is the truth. So you need to rein that part of it in. You've been spewing so much misinformation about <clears throat> vaccines <clears throat> that I'm really concerned about you. So yesterday we did an article and apparently Mario got all up in his feelings about it. 
we did an article about his production company no longer producing his show. Now, Mario somehow interpreted that to mean, oh, his show is going to disappear. And it's not. Nobody ever said that, Mario. Stick to reading and the facts. All we said, which is 100% true, Media Warehouse is no longer doing the production for your show. You have your own MDR consulting. That's your own company. I understand your son is helping you out with your show. Good. You haven't been on air quite six months yet. You've lost one production company. Hopefully your son won't leave you. He should be there. He should be your ride or die for life, I suppose. Mm, unless he knew some real facts. But anyway, we'll leave that alone. But yeah, I mean, you know, don't get all salty up in your feelings. Now, they are organizing this protest. I'm going to put this story up a little bit later on. So I want to talk about it for a minute. And they have approached people to advertise the protest. Now, I do find it beyond ironic that Radio Cayman has gladly taken their money. Radio Cayman is funded by the government, which means that it's actually funded by the people of this country. I get that they think that they're being impartial, like you give everyone a voice, but I want to know this. If I were um, a terrorist and I wanted to get on their talking about the beauties of terrorism or whatever. Would Radio Cayman allow me on their platform as well? Are they saying that they will allow any messenger on there because that's how you remain fair and impartial? Now that might be an extreme example, but what you have happening here are people, and this is very, very ironic, who because of their decision to not want to get vaccinated, talking about they have a choice, and their choice is they don't want to get vaccinated, right? Because of those individuals, our borders will remain closed. Now, listen to this. Not only do they not want to be vaccinated, they're also saying, do not um, force or mandate work permit holders to be able to get vaccinated. So I'm thinking to myself, does that then mean by extension that when we eventually open our borders, they also don't want, because they're saying, no, we shouldn't be able to force anybody. We can't even tell visitors to get vaccinated like other tourist-based jurisdictions have. TCI, I think the Bahamas has. All these other countries are putting this stipulation in place. In the US, you're coming into this country, you have to be vaccinated. How the hell will we ever open our borders if we can't do that? So... These people are preventing our borders from opening. And at some point, that's going to translate into preventing food from getting on your tables, right? You from being able to earn a living to support your family. This is, this is the reality of the situation. But they're going to go advertise with Radio Cayman and the Compass? The Compass? Compass Media? who claims that the reason why they've had to let staff go, Caymanian staff, the other ones got to keep their job. They've let the Caymanian staff go. They're having financial difficulties. They're begging you for money. They put up a paywall. They're charging you to read their news. They want to blame all that on COVID, the lockdown. They need the country to reopen more than probably anybody else. But yet they're going to take money from people who are protesting and they're protesting if they got their way, which I hope to God this government don't pay them no mind, their protesting would lead to um, 
keeping the borders closed. Compass Media? Explain it to me. Now, I'm going to play favorites this morning. Favorites for common sense. Favorites for a good position to take in terms of reopening this country safely. Favorites for the health and safety of the people in this country. You all need to go back and watch that show last night. That is an eye-opener about what we are in for as it relates to COVID. These people don't even believe, if you listen to Mario, he doesn't even believe that COVID exists. He is telling you, oh, um, asymptomatic is something that they just made up to deal with COVID. This is the bullshit. Excuse my French, but there's no other word for it. Y'all want to sit down and entertain, and then we're going to give these people a platform? Huh. You know what? I'm going to give y'all a platform. Katina, you're a COVID expert, clearly. You have a law degree and a medical degree. Dr. T, you're also a COVID expert. Dr. Barnett, I don't know who the hell you are, but apparently you're a COVID expert too. We have experts out the wazoo that are coming on over the next month on CMR, a virologist and others. I invite you, Mario, come on the show and sit next to the virologist in virtual terms, not on your show. And you go head to head with the virologist. Let me just see how bright you really think you are. You're such an expert. Come on the show. Right next to an expert. Let's hear you. Let's see who the people are really going to believe. Because these experts would thump your behind into the ground with facts and information and data. Scientific information, not your foolishness. Because you think just because you can get word of mouth, word of mouth my ass, because you can jump up there, uh, flailing your hands and going on like a lunatic, and, uh, and this government, and, uh. the substance of what you say, my brother, don't make no damn sense. The theatrics are there. And we, God knows we all love a good theatrics. Hello. But the substance of what is behind the theatrics don't make no sense. That's why the good old fashioned Caymanians, you know what they would tell you? Pick sense from nonsense. And I'm picking and picking and picking and I find no sense all now. The whole damn thing is a pile of nonsense. Hmm. And I don't care if you get insulted. Poor old Katina, she be up in her feelings, but oh, she gonna call a lawyer and mean she gonna sue me. Honey child, go right ahead. You wouldn't be the first and you're probably not going to be the last. Try your luck. This is what somebody just said and what's up. Uh, golf clap. <laughs> um, would Radio Cayman allow an atheist to come on and send messages? Oh, that's a good question. Radio Cayman, um, can we have atheist hour since you're all about giving everyone a voice on your show? Hmm. I wonder where their moral compass stops if they have one. Oh gosh, I think I need to read. I need to listen to that one later. Um, this other person says, "Sandy, tell them the cold hard truth." So vexed, I cannot say my say on the show. I know, child. They be hustling you, poor civil servants. Ay, ay, ay.
Who is this? I think we might have a mystery solved. This other person says maybe the big wigs of radio came out are members of the Loyalist Club. Well, child, I don't, I don't know. I don't know who who they support, and I, I mean, I don't even care. But I'm telling you, the position that they've taken to me is very, very peculiar. Sandy Nona says, for years, I recall many former talk show hosts being anti-work permit holders, saying how they were taking Caymanian jobs and how they have their country. Um, that they can go back to, whereas Caymanians have nowhere else to go. We now have a chance to decrease the amount of work permit holders due to legislation mandating them to get vaccinated. Hypocritically, the so-called advocates for Caymanian workers are all of a sudden riling up to march and defend the work permit um, right holders. And and Nona, point taken, but for me, um, this isn't even about that. This goes even further. Uh, Tween, it says word of mouth, kind of lame, sloppy seconds. Child, he's trying. He is trying. The the voice notes that have been circulating, okay? Let me just say this. Some of them have me so confused. I mean, I'm just like very confused, okay? And um, I'm going to play a couple of them for you because... There was one of them that basically said, come out and protest. First of all, they don't seem very organized. They're all over the damn place. So they're like, come out and um, protest, but we know that you have to hide. So wear your um, brim hats and your sunglasses to hide who you are. Honey, child, let me give you a word of advice. As a protester myself, and you know I was out there protesting recently, you should never have to hide. If you have a belief, right? Stand behind your belief a thousand percent. Show your face. Let us all see who you are. The very fact that they have to send out a message telling you to hide yourselves. Oh, child, that says so much more about this movement than anything that I have heard in a very long time. So let me hold on here now. Let me get a couple of these up for y'all so you can hear them in your own words because you might not have heard the ridiculousness. So there was that one. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, somebody sent me this meme with Mario that I had to laugh at. I'll show you that too because we're all about a good meme around here. Um, there was one from Katina. There was one from some other random woman. Um... And child, they, be, they talk so damn long. Sometimes I'm like, can they not just shorten what they have to say? They just go on and on and on and on and on. All right, so hold on a second here now. Um, I've got two. There's about three or four. And then there's the, um, what's his name? There's a DMS one from yesterday where this one's like, oh, don't advertise at DMS. Now, child, woo! She ain't got no sense. Let me see if this is her. Hello and good evening. Oh, that's Katina. Oh, yes. Hello and good evening. It's Katina, your resident expert. Okay, I'm going to make y'all listen to that one because that one did make me chuckle a little bit. Um, And then there is this one. Um, Like I said, I don't know who this woman is. I think I might have a name now. 
So um, I still I still get the confirmation. Uh, yes. Oh. No, no. All right. Here we go. So we have competing messengers, apparently. They're so confused, right? Again, all seeking their little five minutes of fame. So we got Katina. We got some random woman. No clue who she is. We have Tara Ebanks, because Tara likes nothing better than a good cause that uh, half the time don't make no sense. So she was on the fringes of the CPR group. She was on the fringes of... She always just pops up randomly in places. I don't even know. Tara is just... Ugh, I don't even know what to say about that one. That one that one got me all kind of confused. <sighs> that one I need to talk to Aunt Lottie about because that one is just weird. But anyway, let me let me pull up some of these for y'all now. Let me see if I can pull them up as um, videos. Right. So we got number one, number two, and number three. All right, here we go. Let's listen to number one. Oh, it's not going to let me pull it in because it didn't have a video track. Oh, why can't I just do audio? Hmm. Strange. All right, hold on a second now. Ugh. Uh, I'm going to play it from the computer. It won't be directly into the studio, but hopefully you guys can hear it and, and make a little bit of sense out of it. Um, so hold on now. If you can't hear it all that well, let me know. And we'll have to get a little bit more um, creative on the fly. So let me see here now. Mm. All right. So give me one second. As a matter of fact, it's probably easier if I play it from the phone. Because then I can hold the phone right up to the microphone. All right. So let's go to the first one from... Um, uh, I don't even know what order these are in anymore, but let's let's back up a little bit here. So we have um, one of these would be Katina going on and on. And you're going to hear how confused they are about, oh, let's not get sidetracked here. Let's keep the messaging tight. Okay, here's one. I, I don't know who that. Hold on. Let me back up a little more. Um, oh, Lord. Trying to find these messages. Uh, okay, here's one. I don't know if you know, but there was a secret meeting that was held last night with some really well-known and important people in the community. Well-known, important doctors, people. Well-known family names, lawyers, business owners, owners, West Bears to East Enders, prominent foreigners, as well as just everyday concerned citizens. The meeting turned out to be just shy of 100 people. Lies. The meeting is to discuss these incoming regulations and bills that will affect all of our rights and freedoms. Two protests are being organized, one Saturday around 5 p.m. and one Monday 8 a.m. in front of the Legislative Assembly. We are looking for as many people to show up as possible, all walks of life. Business owners, Caymanians, parents, expat, young, old, all races, the focus of the protest is everyone unifying behind one demand, which is mm -hmm. pro-choice. This is not for or against vaccinations. Mm -hmm. It's not about wearing masks. It's not about borders opening or staying closed. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Now, y'all know you need to be able to pick sense some nonsense. I'm not even going to address that first part about, ooh, prominent people, important names. Uh, really? Really? 
oh, you want everybody to have a voice, but yet you have to point out about these prominent people, prominent business people, important names. Uh, this bit here about, um, let me just back this up here. Back it up, back it up. It's not about um, being against or for vaccines. Then what the hell is your protest about? It is. It's not about opening or closing board. Yes, honey child, that will be the ultimate end result. These people don't know what the flip they are talking about. Anyway, continue to listen to the nonsense. Possible, all walks of life. Business owners, Caymanians, parents, expat, young, old, all races. The focus of the protest is everyone unifying behind one demand, which is pro-choice. This is not for or against vaccinations. Uh, actually, it is. Yes, it is. It is for or against, because when you say you want your choice to be able to say no, that's an anti-vaxxer position, honey child. You can call anything you want. Then brownies are still friggin' brownies, even if I call it a cheesecake. Not about borders opening or staying closed. It's just all about pro-choice. Really focusing on what people want to put in their bodies and their children's bodies. Mm. The regulatory attorney who was a part of the meeting last night is pro-vaccine and fully vaccinated, but he firmly believes in freedom of choice and doesn't believe in the government hiding the current vaccine injuries. He's mm. All right. So you see how the misinformation just seeps in there? The government is hiding the current vaccine injuries. Hiding it where, honey child? Cayman is too small. Every single one of you have a platform that you jump on no matter what, right? So you got blue balls and you claim it's the vaccine's fault. You're posting a picture of your nuts on Facebook. How can anything be hidden by this government, by the HSA? They can try, but they're not even trying. They put the reports out there. All you have to do is call and report it. And you're added to the list, but y'all not even doing that, but yet want to claim that government's hiding it. The nonsense and the rhetoric and the foolishness is I can't digest it. Anyway, let's continue because this one kept going on and on, child. She had so much flipping foolishness to say. The crucial importance of the protest to focus solely on unified freedom. The protest cannot be about ivermectin. It cannot be about oh. vaccine injury. It cannot oh. be about... Hold on. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. It can't be about vaccine injury, but not even 30 seconds before, that's what you were just saying, that the government is hiding vaccine injury, but that's not what the protest is about. It can't be about ivermectin, why not? Because 99% of these same protesters believe that ivermectin is a golden cure or golden treatment. Now look at how she tries to focus this group, which is all over the place, and they know that the vast majority of them are anti-vaxxers. She could pick one person. Or, she, or he's not really an anti-vaxxer. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Y'all don't even have a unified message. So she sent this out, whoever the heck she is. I don't know who she is. She has sent this out trying to tell them, oh, let's try to focus in on what the message is. My God, if you got to tell protesters that, I think you got a problem from the onset. Anyway, let's continue to listen job loss or the risk of rising crime rates the message for now has to be for now choice, <laughs> if we scatter ourselves we lose to the government uh -huh. we have to stand united in freedom this is a peaceful walk do not let fear or control keep you from walking for freedom yeah. do not sign away your rights we believe in choice plain and simple something needs to be done in this country and it needs to be done urgently uh -huh. i urge you to get any family friends neighbors co-workers uh -huh. to march for freedom 
freedom to come out. It's crucial that we all attend. The number of people that show up are what will or won't stop this from going through. Wow. Last night, a few people have expressed concerns about being identified and afraid. Mm -hmm. If you want to keep your identity under wraps, you can do so safely. Don't let that stop you from coming out. You can mask up, sunglasses, big brimmed hats, hoodies, whatever. <laughs> a few people came to the meeting last night looking like robbers, wearing hoodies. Looking like robbers. Oh, my God. Looking like robbers, she said. Um, I guess she knows what a robber looks like. Let's continue. Because they're in fear of their employers finding out. I'm happy to share any more details and specific information I can help you with. Please do share my message far and wide. Mm -hmm. We have a human rights crisis on our hands. Oh this my is God. not about Caymanians versus foreigners. This is about the Cayman Islands people, mm -hmm. the Cayman Islands children, and the Cayman Islands future and economy. Governments are dividing families, friendships, and workplaces with fear and segregation. This is not right. Mm -hmm. And we, the people, have the power to stop this. Mm -hmm. Think Cayman choice, think Cayman kind. Mm -hmm. If you're not fully aware of the bills and the potential outcomes, I'm happy to explain further. Oh, yes. Because you're a wealth of information. Not up to date, nor fully understand these implications. Knowledge and informed consent is power. If these bills and laws are not stopped from going through, it is only a matter of time before the Cayman Islands economy and social system will crumble. <laughs> I desperately want to continue calling the Cayman Islands my home. <sighs> please come out and peacefully march with me. Please, 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 differences yes. aside, let's all unite together. Oh Thanks. my God, that audio has me all kind of twisted. First of all, do not hide whatever. Imagine if Martin Luther King and the million African-Americans who had a real concern of losing their lives decided when they were marching in the 60s that, oh, we, we have to hide behind a, high, a brim hat and look like robbers. Hide behind a hoodie and a brim hat and sunglasses and a mask. Really? No, don't hide. Stand for your position, regardless of how damn crazy it might be. Stand for your position and let everybody see your face. I want to know who this person is. I want to see her face. You know, what are you hiding for? I'm not going to do nothing to you. <laughs> I've been out there protesting. You see me hiding behind anything? Honey, child, please. Don't be ridiculous. Oh, some of you are afraid. That's the excuse they tell you because... The truth of the matter is they're not in favor of your position and they're trying to find an excuse out and they're like, oh no, I might lose my job. And you're like, don't worry, come out and hide. Mm, honey child, what the hell is wrong with you? Come out and hide. All right. There's more to come because you know, Katina got sent out a voice. All of them sending out voice notes. It's so funny to me. Um, there's no one singular organizer. Everybody's sending out their own voice note and everybody telling you what to do. So that was one voice note that was, like I said, I could pick apart like 50 things in that. Everything from people looking like robbers to come out to private meeting with all these specialty name people. I'm just like, what? No, sir. But there's more. Whose voice is this? Who is this person? Oh, hold on. That was, no, that wasn't the right one. There's another one. Hello and good evening. It is now 9, 10 p.m. It is the 28th day of September 2021. I am sending you this message to confirm to you exactly what is happening. Nice. This coming Saturday, the 2nd of October 2021, we are having a peaceful protest 
to defend our freedom to choose or a medical treatment. Medical treatment. First of all, why does Katina keep calling a vaccine a medical treatment? You know why she thinks that that is going to make a difference? Because then she goes on about medical treatment during World War II and the Nuremberg trials and blah, blah, blah. So she thinks if she renames a vaccine to a medical treatment, she'll have some legal standing to be able to challenge the government. Girl, you need to keep reading your law books because you don't get to put a definition to what a medical treatment is. It has been defined. And a vaccine is not a medical treatment. But anyway, go get your QC friends together and try to sue the government. Go on, Chow. Till 6 p.m. on the sidewalk Hi. at the governor's house yeah. on Seven Mile Beach. This is the same peaceful protest mm -hmm. that had been previously advertised for uh -huh. 5 p.m. at the government administration building. So let me repeat again. Mm -hmm. The peaceful protest for the defense of your freedom to choose your medical treatment is this Saturday, medical treatment. 4 until 6 p.m., at the governor's house on Seven Mile Beach. Please, mm -hmm. let's use the entire sidewalk. Mm -hmm. You have the right to choose your medical treatment. <laughs> you have the freedom to choose your medical treatment. But if you don't defend that freedom, you are going to lose that freedom. Mm. You need to stand up. You are the hero that you have been waiting on, and God is with us. So I will see you out there this Saturday, mm -hmm. 2nd of October, 4 until 6 p.m., on the sidewalk at the governor's house for mm -hmm. a peaceful protest to defend our freedom to choose our medical treatment. All right. God bless you. God bless the Cayman Islands. Good night. I'll see you on Saturday. Yes, Katina. God bless you too, honey child. Someone comments on WhatsApp. Listen, it is safer than crack, but that has never stopped her from doing that. Anyone listening to her is just as stupid. Mm -hmm. Y'all not easy. All right, hold on. There's more. Like I tell you, there's no even clear indication of who the heck is leading this group. Um, I don't know why Mario hasn't sent out a voice note yet. Still waiting on his. But then there was one that came out from Tara. Hold on a second now. Where is that hot mess of a situation? Um, is that this one? Hello, all. This is Social Grace. Oh, no, that's Social Grace. We can get to Social Grace here in a second. That's another donkey. Um, hold on now. Where is the Tara one? Um, mm -mm. Special people, I tell you. <clears throat> Oh, Lord, where is that one? There were so many. Oh, child. They were sending up voice notes all over the place, but hold on now. Um, is it this one? No, I played that one. Lord have mercy. Let me try to find it. <sighs> Let me see if I can find that one now. Oh, Lord, who might have sent that to me yesterday? Mm. You get them so many times as well, right? Um, I only got hers once, though. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, there is... Oh, is it this one? Hello and good evening. No, that's Katina again. Um, oh, Lord. Where's Tara's video or audio note? Mm, anybody got it to me? Send it to me on WhatsApp. 
I can't put my hands on that one right now. Oh, I can't remember what the heck she was going on with. Um, all right, somebody send me the Tara one if you have it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Someone said, yeah, the Viagra calls the blue balls. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, where's Tara's? All right, so let's let's put the other one while we're waiting for me to try to locate the Tara one because there's a Tara voice note as well. Um... <clears throat> where she was going on and on and on and on. Um, is it this one? I don't know if you know, but there was a... Oh, no, that was the other one. Oh, Lord, where's Tara's video? Is this it? Hello and good evening. Oh, no, that's Katina. Lord have mercy. Uh, <laughs> we'll, um, we're, we're gonna, I gotta find you this one. But anyway, here's the other one from yesterday now. So remember, this is after DMS, um, said no thank you to, um, taking their advert money. Good for DMS. It's not all about money. It's so funny that seeing people talking about profit over people, um, don't see the irony in that statement. So here's another one. This is somebody called Social Grace. No clue who Social Grace is. Fake name. Hello all, this is Social Grace. I'm just letting you guys know, I just got a phone call from DMS. We were only going to advertise our radio ads on one station, or Hot 106, to reach that target audience for our um, demonstration on Saturday. And I just got a phone call from DMS. The manager has declined our ads. They will not run our ads because it is against their policy. So I would like you all to mm -hmm. get together and... I don't know if you want to call DMS or if you want to pull your company's advertising from DMS. I know some of you have businesses. Oops. I know some of you have businesses and you run radio ads. I'm a social media manager. I have clients with business at DMS mm -hmm. and I am, I'm, I'm pulling the ads because mm -hmm. I have, I can. Oh, and, wow. Um, the manager, Dan, of, the, of, of, of DMS, wouldn't actually give me a phone call. He actually hid behind his sales rep, and he had his sales rep call me and explain it to her. And she was totally freaking out because she felt like she sees things the ad should run, but he won't let her. And so I explained to her in no certain terms that they actually break in the Nuremberg Code as well. Wow. So, um, if anybody would like to send me voice notes or private messages on what I can put in this email to DMS, please do, because I'm planning on replying back to their manager and I'm putting it in writing. So if there's anybody on this chat that can give me any, anything at all, or any reasons or anything at all that I need to say back to this manager, mm. I would really appreciate that right now because I'm really angry and I can't quite think straight. Thank oh. you very much. Oh, I'm angry and I can't think straight. What a hot mess. Um... So I'm trying to find the one from Tara, having some issues. Poor her, she's so irrelevant. We can't even find it. Um, <laughs> Social Grace, who's Social Grace? Social Grace, who the hell is she? Photographer at Deep Blue Images? Social Grace, she looks a little bit familiar. Um, okay. Anyway, um, she's saying that she can pull these ads because she can. Mm -mm -mm. Social grace, honey child. If I was advertising with you and you come at me with this nonsense about pulling my, my ads on effective um, stations, I would be like, what did you just say? Child, what is wrong with these people? 
I don't know where the Tara one has gone. It's it's somewhere. I feel like I have it somewhere. Can't find it now, child. But <laughs> somebody says they're so confused. You're not the only one confused. Um, let me see if I can find it. The so the Tara audio. I don't know where the heck that one is. Yes, have it make sense, dear Lord. Have it make sense. All kind of confused. Um, so Social Grace says the thing to do is to pull, she's going to pull her client ads. Um, oh, here's the Tara one. Why can't I? Um, I'm going to have to play this one from the computer, actually. I don't know why I can't um, find it. All right, let's play this one um, from the computer. Hold on one second. Social grace. I'm social grace. Okay, social grace. I'm Sandy Hill. I don't know who the hell social grace is. Let me see. Child Tara and I have no luck. No luck at all. Did somebody just send it to me? See it here. Thank you, honey child. No, that's not her. That's not her. Hi, everyone. This is Tari. Oh, Hi. yes. Oh, she was that long one. Oh, Jesus Christ. Three minutes and 22 seconds. I thought that was the other one as well. They, they did similar timing. Lord. Um, thank you, my dear. So this one is her. Okay, we can't listen to her the whole time, but let's listen to some of it. Hi, everyone. This is Tara Ebanks. I'm helping mm. the organizers to coordinate some of the information, so I appreciate everyone's patience mm. before distributing content to the general public, although I understand that... Okay, so already that means that y'all not organized, and, um, uh, you know, again, uh, everybody trying to get their little 15 minutes. So you got Social Grace trying to get her 15 minutes, the first unidentified person trying to get her 15 minutes, Tara trying to get five minutes out of the 15 minutes. Katina trying to get 20 minutes out of the 15 minutes. Mario trying to get an hour and a half out of the 15 minutes. Who's who's she? Which one is she? Oh, Social Grace's name, her real name. I don't know what she's hiding behind the Social Grace for. Her real name is Sonita Milan. Okay, Solita. No need to hide. You're not going to hide behind nothing, child. Good to know. Um, all right. Oops. Let me go back now to Tara. Some, some of this information may have already gone out. Just for the sake of clarity, we are organizing a freedom of choice demonstration. Mm -hmm. It will take place this Saturday on the 2nd of October. It's going to take place outside on the sidewalks in a public space outside the government house, which is also known as the governor's house um, where the governor resides. Mm -hmm. This is going to be from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Mm -hmm. It is not required, but we encourage and promote everyone to wear blue as a visual reflection of supporting the freedom of choice. Mm. Everyone is welcome. Random, but okay. It does not matter your race, religion, sex, orientation, gender. It doesn't matter your immigration status. It does not matter your medical. Hold on a second. 
So if I'm a gay man or woman, I can come out there and protest shoulder to shoulder with Katina England with my rainbow flag. I don't want to wear this blue. I want all my rainbow flag because we know Katina is anti-LGBTQ. But you just said it doesn't matter my race, religion, or sex, or anything. So we can come out there too and protest along? Oh, yes, Katina. Um, will some members of my LGBTQ community go out there with your flags, your rainbow flags, please? Let's see how Katina will react to that. Hmm. You want freedom of choice. You want all these freedoms, but you're the same person who's been downtrodden the LGBT community with your hate and your vitriol, but now you want freedom of choice? Well, what about when they wanted the freedom of choice to be able to marry whoever the hell they want? Oh, no. Well, they don't get a freedom of choice. They're different. Hmm. Jesus, how it makes sense, please. All right, Tara, continue, my dear. Status. This is an event where the vaccinated, the unvaccinated, the on the fence, it doesn't matter who you are. If you support the freedom of choice, this is an opportunity for you to unite and for us to um, let the public, let the community, and let our members of parliament know that we want the right to choose and we have the medical freedoms to do so. Um, Moving forward, we are putting some marketing collateral together thanks to the generosity of a donor. Mm-hmm. So things will be going out um, throughout the media um, over the next few days. Mm-hmm. We are working very hard to make sure that these messages are consistent. Mm. So we are asking you just to bear with us and be a little bit patient because what we don't want to do is have um, erroneous information go out um, and confuse people. So if people want details please just encourage them to save the date which is this saturday encourage them to save the time from 4 p.m to 6 p.m and this information it's going to be out in the public domain very soon Mm -hmm. in the meantime we're working hard to correct all the errors and make sure that we have the same united consistent messaging uh social grace has recently shared Mm -hmm. a word template that you can download and you can um customize per your name and your status or whatever, however you want to identify yourself as, we encourage everyone to uh, download this letter or email and to send it to their member of parliament. If someone has the contacts, I saw the contacts earlier, please share the MP contacts um, Mm -hmm. so that you can find your MP and send your letter for your MP to know how you feel and that you support freedom of choice. Also encourage other people to send their um, letter also, because the more we can get our members of parliament to understand what our position is, mm-hmm. the stronger of, of an opportunity that we have before they go into debate the bill on Monday. Um, more information will come, but in the meantime, thanks for everyone's input, ideas, and suggestions. Um, we're working hard just to maintain accuracy of information at this point. Thanks for all your help. Bye, guys. All right, Tara. Um, again, they want to make sure that they get the message right because there's so many people. Everybody has their own message within this thing. So Social Grace, big shout out to you. Um, Her real name is Sonita. So she's the one who did the voice note, custom carry on about DMS. And that she's going to pull her client's ads. I wonder, does she do that with their permission? Or does she do that just because, like she said, she can. She has that kind of power. Well, uh, Marshall says, Jesus, take the wheel. He also says she's pulling some strings if she can pull ads just like that. Oh, yeah, Social Grace got it going on. Um, She probably doesn't have a work permit, Sona. I don't know. 
Um, she probably, you know, has stayed this long time ago, child. Um, Marshall says, is she for real? Who is she going to, who is going to follow her and pull their ads from DMS? Well, maybe, um, it's someone who doesn't really want to reach a real audience. Clint says, sounds like DMS has themselves a Karen. <laughs> uh, Marshall says, anyone that goes there to protest with them is just as crazy as they are. Mm -mm. Gabby says, go easy. And I'm child. I can't even. Uh, Philip, Philip, you're so funny because you know what? Somebody else asked me the exact same question based on what Laval does. He wants to know, will Katina be wearing a batty rider? Ooh, honey child, I don't think we want to see that bonk in anything like that. However, I guess she has freedom of choice so she can do it. Huh, what was so strange though? Again, the LGBT community didn't have much freedom of choice Oh, you can't hold hands. You dare not kiss at your protests. You just have to walk like you're walking in a church parade. Mm -mm -mm. Deep Blue says, says, oh, she wants us to unite now. Every commander that goes out there, anyone for that matter, are stupid to realize that they're being used. Lord have mercy. Mm -mm. Um says, if you you don't have a government job, it's a real thing when you work for government. Well, listen, Jean Scott, um, government workers claim that they can't protest with anything. But I guess on this occasion, they can put on their wide brim hat and sunglasses and go protest. I don't know. Deep Blue, she, Deep Blue Sea says, yes, you have a choice. You can stay here or you can leave and go back to your own country. Oh, wait, that's right. Life in Cayman is way better. That sounds like a choice to me. Uh, Sheila says, sounds very familiar to me when I went to immigration in Cuba in the 80s to get my visa to come to Cayman. What does? What sounds familiar? I'm not sure. I'm probably not. To wear a hoodie? Did you have to put on a hoodie to come to Cayman? Jonathan says, I'm going to make some banners saying, I choose a G3 plan. You go on with your bad self. Fastina says, I'm with you. Here's the reality of the situation, folks. Over 70% of um, the current population has been vaccinated. These people are nowhere near the majority. Uh, Mario claims we're going to have thousands of people out there. I, I can't even give you a Nancy Pelosi clap. I'm going to give you the new CMR version of the Nancy Pelosi clap. Two fingers. Okay, Nancy did this. Trump got that much. Mario, no, no, no. You're not even going to get the index finger. You're going to get the pinky. Pinky clap. You actually think you have thousands of people who support this nonsense? All right, well, they can show us tomorrow. Uh, Carol says we could um, have a tailgate party at the governor's square to watch. <laughs> no, because then they're going to start counting us probably as part of their protesters. Y'all know how that going to work. That poor governor. Do you know, I actually feel sorry for the governor. I like him. I do like the governor. But can I tell you something? He must be like these damn people. I've come to the Cayman Islands to just my last stint before retirement. And you people have caused me more headache than anything else. Can you please stop it? Please. I just want to relax on the friggin' beach. Go to Cayman Brock for the weekend. And every damn thing you all want to protest about. How many protests must you have at my residence? 
I've had enough of protesting with Lowell Lavelle and her bocce rider shorts. My God, can you not do something else other than protest? Get to work. I swear, he must be like, again, another protest? <laughs> Julian says, take a steel pan lesson yet. The governor can be at the plain steel pan. I can see it now. I can actually envision that, Julian. Thank you for the visual. You know, because he's so stressed out over all these damn protests. He's going to be in his residence playing the steel pan. Go, Governor Roper. Do your thing, honey chow. Uh, Philip says they can't have thousands of people. Current regulations say 250 people max. <laughs> Woo! We'll see if they're in contravention of those regulations, by the way. Now, um, you all know that um, I, 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 sometimes I just have to laugh. So let me show you what is out there in circulation. Here is this one that says freedom of choice. I, for all residents of the Cayman Islands, freedom of choice pledge. Please print and fill out this pledge and bring along with you to the freedom of choice rally on Saturday. I, Katina Anglin, pledge the following. I choose never to get vaccinated. And if I get ill from COVID-19, I will choose to never call 911, never receive oxygen, never occupy a hospital bed, never utilize a ventilator, never seek any medical advice or treatment. And I confirm that this is my choice, my right to choose, my truth, and my freedom of choice, sign and date it. Now that is what I'm talking about. That is some real freedom of choice right there, honey child. <laughs> Woo! What a heat, Nosa. Mm -mm -mm. Here's another hilarious meme. <laughs> Mario. Mario says, um, this is someone says, Mario, do not take the vaccine. 77% of the people already did. Well, 71 or 72%. Uh, Mario, freedom of choice. Everyone, yeah, we chose. <laughs> Mario, something, something, something. I'm being oppressed. Everybody, not today, Bobo. <laughs> oh my God. Y'all are just too much. Mm -mm -mm. Oh, look, 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 look. Hold on now. Let's go over to Mario's page, right? Because he said we only have eight people that be on our show. Aye, Mario. You know, there's something called facts. You don't get to pick your facts, honey child. Now, look, yeah, look, yeah, look, yeah. Mario has, um, hold on, you know, let me enlarge it a little bit. Mario has 40, this went up to two people, 42 people watching him, 43 people. And how much does CMR have? 245. That's 187 on Facebook. Now, let me not lie to y'all because, you know, I don't want you to think I'm lying. So let's go right over here to Facebook. There we go. 186. Uh-huh. And then um, between you two, we have 58 people, 56 people now. So that's 246. 56 plus four is 60. This goes up and down. So um, when Mario says <laughs> that we only have eight people and he has thousands listening to him, I guess it's going to be those same thousands that are going to be showing up to this petition rally or whatever they're calling it on, um, on Saturday. The one that they're still trying to work out the messaging on. Jonathan says that's a very good point. Emma says, I hope no one shows up. Bunch of idiots. 
Well, Katina will be there. Mario will be there. Tara will be there. And Social Grace will be there. We at least, we at least can count on those four being there. Um, Social Grace is saying that she is going to pull adverts from her clients. Girl, if I was using you, first of all, the lack of professionalism in terms of that, like I get it. Um, sometimes social media managers will volunteer their time for a cause. Normally they're very silent when they do that. They will put, put together what we call the assets, right? So they'll put it together and put it out there. But for her to actually send out a voice note threatening DMS, oh, we're going to, I'm going to pull, pull ads for my clients. Um, you would be well advised to probably speak to your clients first. And if I were one of your clients right now, social grace, thank God I'm not, cause I don't really need your skills. Um, did I tell you all about that, uh, marketing certification that I actually have? Hmm, I wonder if social grace has one. I'm sure she doesn't have a piece of paper to her name when it comes to social media marketing. Oh, but I'm social grace. I'm a content manager. Hmm, I'm sure you are. Uh, regardless, that is so unprofessional. You give your clients options. And if your client says, sometimes, sometimes even with me, I do social media management and my clients will say, I want X. Now, since I'm the one who's actually the expert in the area, I might give them recommendations. But if they still still know I want this, that's what you get. So for you to say so willy nilly, because I'm upset right now, I'm all in my feelings, I'm so emotional, that I'm going to be pulling content from a radio platform, by the way, who has the most radio stations in Cayman, the most listenership, because I'm not happy with the fact that they won't take advertising from an organization, which are not even really an organization, but it came through Katina's Christian whatever group that said, um, you know, no, we don't want to, we don't want to take your money. So now she's going to start pulling advertising. I'm like thinking, huh. Did she do the same thing when Katina was out there talking about her anti-LGBTQ message? Did you take a similar position on that um, social grace, Sonia? I'm just curious. Were you really upset with Katina now that you're going to be rubbing shoulders with her? Every time she talked about her hate for that community and the marches that she was out there doing. But you can overlook that choice, right? Well, you know what? You don't get to choose whether you're a member of the LGBT community or not. You either are or you're not. Hmm. I'm puzzled. I'm confused, quite frankly. Donna, who else we got here with us? Oh, Blake. Hey, is your show over? Says anyone suffering from borders being closed can drop by the government's governors on Saturday to see all the people holding up the borders from opening all in one place. <laughs> Woo, Darlene says, OMG, I cannot believe that some of us are so brainwashed. At Jane Jones, some will get it while others won't. Did I miss, did I miss a message from Jane? Um, Donna says, I got up and felt led today to listen to the talk show. As I listen here, the Holy Spirit has and is revealing some things to me, and it's not good, very disturbing. Oh, gosh. As I listen and read, it becomes even worse that my soul is hurting. I feel like coming off, but is prompted to listen to the end. People, we are on a slippery slope that's about to start breaking off and we cannot even see it. What a mess, child. Um, Donna, I don't know what to tell you, but the slippery slope is everywhere else in the world. 
They are mandating vaccines. TCI claims that they've had the most successful tourism season on record. They claim that they're stealing property sales from Cayman, and this isn't about profits over people. This is about putting food on your table. Okay? Y'all think life is bad now? Like the Honorable Kenneth Bryan said, the deficit that we are entering, it will take generations to pay it off. You are lacing your children with debt. Katina don't care about that because her son, her only child, will be living at the pleasure of her majesty probably for the rest of his life in prison. So we taking care of him. That's good for you, Katina, that you don't have to worry about that. He will get three square meals a day, snacks in between, free computer time, free internet, free sex in prison, and all these other things. But the rest of us actually have to hustle out here and work to pay bills, to try and get a little mortgage, to have a house, to have something. But you don't have to care about that, you see? You, when was the last time you even had a job, girlfriend? I'm just saying. You wouldn't understand the struggles of having to get up every single morning, even when you have a sore throat and you don't have a voice of doing your job. I can't call in sick. I have a job to do. I don't get that luxury of going around begging people for money about some Christian group. And I'm going to feed people in West Bay. I don't see nobody being fed all now. Who are these people you feed? What are you really doing with this money? Maybe they need to audit your Christian group to see where the, this money is actually going. Because I'm curious. Unemployed, don't work. Same thing, Mario. Not got no job. Don't work. But got time for the most ridiculous foolishness in the world. You see, um, Donna, you're a God-fearing woman and you know what the Bible says about idle hands. And that's exactly what's happening here. Tara, does Tara work? She's another one that never seems to ever be employed with anything. Huh. Uh -oh. oh, here comes poor Sylvia, the dog abuser. Sylvia, you need to shut the hell up. If you know how you grieve me with what you did to those fifth or something or sixth or something dogs, you should never in your life open your mouth to me. Because if you know for the sake of your poor husband, Carl, bless your little heart. This woman almost put you in the grave, literally, with her shenanigans. And I have not said much of anything about you, Sylvia, but you are a dog abuser. You hear me? You need professional help, girl. Your hoarding is a sign of a mental illness. And if anybody in your life has never been honest with you, I'm going to give you a dose of cold hard truth today. You want professionalism? What you need is some professional help. Dogs died because of you, right? Let's talk professionalism. You were breeding dogs, having them in cages where they could not even walk. They had all sorts of communicable diseases. You probably weren't getting them vaccinated either. It's not taking them for their shots. And countless dogs died at your hands. And you think, really, that you can step up and, and, oh, I'm, I'm the, I am the epitome of professionalism. Look at me. Of course you are, Sylvia. Because nobody's willing to tell you the cold, hard truth. Hmm? 
If dogs die and go to heaven, you will have a real problem. I'm just saying. But you know what? If you're looking for professionalism, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out here, Sylvia. Let's just block you. There you go. You're looking for professionalism, go join the 40 people over at Mario's show. He's going to be real professional over there. I'm sure of that. Paula, you know, the truth of the matter is um, when I hear, and speaking of professionalism, um, uh, Sylvia, you know, she even had to lie to me about her identity to get added to my news group, gave me a fake name. And when I discovered that, that it was actually her, I deleted her. Once again, liars and cheaters won't come rolling up on me. I wouldn't recommend it. And I'm being really nice today. After all, it is Friday and I'm in a good mood, believe it or not. Good morning, Paul from Bermuda. <laughs> he says, you're funny, honey child. Sometimes the truth can be funny. Um, you know, the thing about it, folks, is setting aside the paying of bills and all these other obligations that we all, anybody who says to you that they don't care about money and they don't have a job and they've never had a job, and they don't pay, then why they be going on begging people for money? They're, they're not really living out on the streets, you know, they're still begging people for money. And when they have jobs, they can't keep jobs and the, the, the most, okay? But this for me isn't even about that. This is a life, this is a life and death situation. This is about the diabetics in our community. And a lot of us are diabetics. Y'all walk around looking good, but you're a diabetic. You're taking metformin and all sorts of stuff. There are people who have um, immunity compromising issues and they run the gamut. Some are very unusual. Uh, those of you who are overweight, that's probably about 70% of the Caymanian population, including myself. This puts us all at additional risk. I don't want anybody in this country to die needlessly. Not even Katina, not Mario, not Tara, not... What's her name? Media, whatever she wants to call herself. It would really be unfair for a population of 70,000 people if we cannot get this straight. Honest to God, how stupid would we look on the world front? The Cayman Islands, barely a drop in the bucket. Like the good doctor said last night, 70,000 people. That's the size of like an extended family in the United States of America, and it is. But here we are because of a few fringe individuals who they believe in all kind of ridiculousness. And I'm not saying what you, listen, your belief is your belief. But when your belief starts to impinge on my ability to not die, <laughs> my ability to live my life, the ability of the government to open the borders, that's when I got a problem with you. You're out there with so much misinformation, right? And the thing with these people is when you start to question them, they, I'm entitled to my belief. This isn't about belief. You're putting information out there as though it is a fact, right? You're claiming facts that are not facts. 
you're holding up this country's ability to be able to move forward. You're saddling the government and the people and future generations with unnecessary debt. Why? Folks, continue to listen to the professionals. Get vaccinated. It's the only hope that we have. Mm -hmm. Every single expert who understands vaccines has said time and time again, they understand COVID, they understand the implications of being in a pandemic. Yes, Julian, they need to stop being selfish. Those individuals have said time and time and time again, the only hope you have is to get vaccinated. Listen to the experts. Don't listen to me. Here they are. We've given you an opportunity to access them. Who else has done that for you? Right? Radio Cayman, what experts have they brought on? Um, who made that comment earlier, actually? Um, it's Philip says, Sterling Dwayne is very supportive of the anti-vaxxers and he will not correct or even question their foolishness. And I think that that's incredibly sad. I'm surprised at how much airtime they're given. I wrote in twice asking questions during the show and he never even bothered responding to me. They're all, they also screen their calls so that they don't have anyone speak against their agenda. Very biased. It's public radio and everyone should be allowed to speak, not just his or her supporters. Well, that's interesting because Denny also says CMR is private and radio came out as public. So Denny, based on what Philip said, come again. The right to freedom of expression is a vertical one. So the difference is simple to understand. Is it really? Because based on what Philip said, I mean, I'm not listening to Radio Cayman, but based on what Philip said, it seems to me that um, they're actually censoring their people over there. The Compass is a private entity. They're not public either. And they have in the past blocked people. In fact, they have me blocked and I don't even know why. I, I hardly ever go on their social media pages. They've censored people when they started their new um, talk show host. Uh, in January and people are up in arms about it. They said, if you don't like it, we'll block you. If you come on here with comments that we don't like. So they're private. So Denny, help it make sense. Since you're saying it's easy to understand, you're talking about your lateral understanding, laterally make it make sense. It don't make no sense. Jonathan is saying, open the borders. Amjad, Good day. The experts have not been presented to you on Radio Cayman. Mm -hmm. The Compass, with their big budget, tons of money and resources, 50-something staff members, Kevin Morales, um, Kathy Capanelli, whatever. Uh, how come they're not finding no experts to bring to the people? If Kevin Walker can do it and help out CMR, He's concerned about informing and helping the people. Trust me, 
the resources are there for others to bring it to you as well. So um, one of the, um, you know, sort of things that we're fighting here is we have a, a, again, it's probably a small number of individuals, but they're very vocal about having um, side effects that are extremely rare. And we have a population of about 70,000. Um, when you look at the numbers of what you have just indicated, like millions of people, and you might have 300 that have um, reported this particular side effect, what sort of, for, given our population size, what should we be seeing in terms of any severe side effects um, from the mRNA, in particular the Pfizer vaccine? Uh, because, for example, we have someone who claims that they have myocarditis. I don't think that medically it's been confirmed. But um, we have another person who says that, you know, um, their family member got the, uh, I think it's called Giron-Barre. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. But um, that particular uh, reaction because of the vaccine. Of course, people are linking um, timing uh, and cause causation, which we know that's not exactly how it works. But if we were just looking at the numbers, how realistic is it that a population of 70,000 persons would be, uh, you'd see these very rare um, things come up. Like everyone claims like, oh my gosh, tons of people are dying and they're all dying from blood clots. Um, again, what would you say to the people of the Cayman Islands who are trying to link causation, uh, you know, death of their loved ones with getting vaccinated? Uh, so I can jump in and say a couple of things in that regard, because this is a conversation that's not just unique to the Cayman Islands. I think it's unique to uh, even several parts of the United States, particularly in the state of Florida that we love. Um, and I think uh, if you go by just population, like Dr. Sneed had just mentioned, you're, you're talking about percentages that are less than 1% uh, uh, of, uh, uh, of potential side effect. Uh, on a huge population-based uh, analysis. So in reality, uh, that's the kind of uh, um, number of patients that you should be seeing uh, too in, uh, if, if, if it were um, uh, shared in, uh, in the Cayman Islands. Uh, at the same time, the, correlate, uh, the, the opposite side of the same coin is, is your protection that you get from the vaccine uh, and your chance of developing major side effects uh, if you were to get COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, depending on where you live, um, uh, uh, the prevalence of community-based transmission uh, is pretty high. And, uh, and uh, the only way, just like every other uh, pandemic or epidemic we've all uh, fought through and sort of successfully overcome where uh, you know we don't have people dying of uh, uh, measles all over the world that they did in uh, several years ago or like you know almost 50 60 years ago and the reason for that is uh, developing that immune response or protective immunity uh, so does uh, does getting a vaccine and the primary role of this vaccines are to activate the body's immune system and they do result in can result in certain side effects but the the other side of it is that if you do get covid uh, which we have now seen very clearly that patients who are not vaccinated are the ones who are more susceptible to get severe forms of covid they can have not just uh, dying from covid but they can have serious long-term uh, side effects uh, including long-term lung injury and kidney injury 
uh, that uh, is irre irreversible. And uh, I can tell you that uh, I'm a transplant surgeon and uh, we actually are now uh, seeing long-term effects of COVID infection in liver patient uh, causing liver failure. And uh, we've actually had to transplant some patients uh, uh, in a similar situation uh, across the U.S. So, uh, so, so yes, the vaccines are not side effect free, but COVID is worse. So okay. you really have to end up picking, uh, you know, what is best for your community and what is best for your own health. Mm -hmm. Let me add on to that very quickly. It, I think, and this is imperative for the people from Cayman to hear this. Uh, there is nothing more dangerous than the little RNA strand that's sitting inside of the COVID virus, okay? There's not one vaccine that has been approved for use, whether it be emergency use authorization, if it's Sinopharm, Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca, uh, or even Sinovac that's in, in um, South America. None of them are anywhere close to being more dangerous than the actual virus, as Dr. BJ just mentioned. Uh, that little strand, when it soaks into your body, the first thing it does is deactivate part of your uh, body's ability to even recognize you were infected. Wow. And, and many people around the world don't understand that. And so you have been infected and it's deactivating part of your body's what we call innate immune system from the very beginning while it's replicating in your body. And then it attaches, it's not really in my mind a, a respiratory virus, it's more of what we call a cardiovascular virus because it attaches on to a, a certain receptor that's part of your cardiovascular system. And so that can be your heart, your lungs, your gastrointestinal, your liver, your pancreas. Dr. Vijay, I think we're gonna see a large number of diabetes a year or two down the road because it's been a, you know, the virus has been attacking the pancreas. And, 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 and we, know, we know these things are gonna happen. So you need to get vaccinated to protect against that. You know, if you have a, a side effect for 48 hours, that is way better than having a lifetime of kidney damage where you have to go and see Dr. VJ, where he's going to have to transplant your kidneys or your liver from the damage caused by the virus. Wow, folks. Um, if you don't get it, I hope Nona says to play that clip every single day. I hope that you do understand the serious implications of this virus. That was one of the things that shocked me to be quite honest, because I hadn't appreciated. I mean, I know that <clears throat> there is long haul COVID, but I had never appreciated the fact that this virus is wreaking havoc and how it actually operates once it's in the body, how it tries to shut down your body's ability to even fight against the virus. This was such an eye opener for me. It really, really was. Um, I thank you guys for tuning in this morning. I know we went into a little bit of overtime, but we still got 182 of you who have hung in here. And what I would say is, you know, it's unfortunate and it's sad that there are a minority of people in this country who are trying to keep us hostage who are trying to keep us in that zone of not being safe so that, you know, the government will then have every excuse to never reopen these borders. And we cannot allow that to happen. So I challenge the government. Those people are not going to change their minds. And at some point we have to just move past them. 
Anyone who's on the fence, you need to arm yourself with important factual information because you you got to decide for yourself. If you choose not to get vaccinated and reopen these borders and people will get ill and people will die, I can only hope that you're not going to be counted in that number in the first wave. We can't stay closed forever. That's the reality. And every single person who refuses to get vaccinated, who's saying that we should not force groups of people, we should not mandate vaccines, although that's being done all over the world, including including the United States of America, who has um, one of the most democratic societies. They believe in protesting more than anybody else. If that isn't a wake-up call for the serious implications of this pandemic and what we are in for. It is what it is. The government needs to stand their ground, mandate it. In New York, they mandated it. People protesting, oh, we're not going to, uh, we're going to give up our jobs. Some people came out and saying they'd rather die first. Well, that's funny because in New York, the same persons who said, well, fire me, it dwindled down to all of 300 people. Over 650,000 healthcare workers in the U.S. They have now, the vast majority of them, over 90% have been vaccinated. Simple as that, folks. Very, very simple. Give me one second here. Oops, sorry, I was muted. Um, thank you so much. Um, first of all, I wanted to say uh, that was actually CNB calling me. <laughs> they were <clears throat> they were confirming. Um, they were actually confirming a purchase. So thank you to CNB, best bank in the Cayman Islands. So yes, let me just uh, remind you guys again that you do have a choice and you have a choice to do the right thing and to um, certainly make the right decisions uh, for all of us. But in particular, um, you know, for those who don't have a choice because there are people right here, good folks, who uh, do not have the option to choose. And right now that's our children. There is no choice for them. 
you know, we have to be smart, I think, about this. We have to stop letting people speak to us um, on this who are not experts. And uh, like I was just saying, you know, um, in New like, oh, I'm not going to, um, you know, I, I'm not going to get vaccinated. When it came down to losing their job, they said, oops, I've changed my mind. I will get vaccinated. And, um, you know, kudos for them. I think that I'm very, very pleased that they have made the right decision, even if it is based on collecting a paycheck. Because they know they got to survive and it ain't cheap to survive in New York. So I'm going to leave you, um, folks, with uh, one more clip from last night's show. Again, if you've not seen the entire show, it is available on YouTube and Facebook. I wish you guys a wonderful and safe weekend. And uh, we'll be back here on Monday morning. Say, you know, it's a personal choice and it doesn't impact anyone else. And, you know, because even vaccinated people can still get um, COVID-19. How do you respond to that mentality that number one, you can still get it even if you're vaccinated. And number two, how does their personal vaccination uh, status impact anyone else? Well, the first thing I want to make sure that everybody knows, um, once you get vaccinated, the, the, the true utility of getting vaccinated is you have circulating antibodies that are ready to protect you uh, from the virus. Now, as I've already mentioned, many people are not aware, aware around the world. When you come into contact with the virus, the first thing it tries to do is deactivate part of your natural immunity. That's the very first thing it's going to do. And so um, after that, if you have, if you are, if you've already been vaccinated, you already have an antibody army waiting to neutralize the rest of it when it tries to get into your body to replicate. So even if you get what we call a breakthrough infection, it's probably going to turn it into a very, very, very mild cold. Okay. Many people wind up getting a little bit of a sniffle, maybe a little bit of a headache. If it goes anything beyond that, it's, it's a very mild flu. But what we're not getting is hospitalization, organ damage, and potentially even death. That's number one. And then number two, if you can, um, do you all do you all have uh, red lights? Uh, when you drive down the road in the Cayman mm -hmm. Islands? Sure. Stop signs? Mm -hmm. Okay, so the reason I bring that up, uh, if you have red lights and stop signs in your society, then you have already bought into the fact that you're going to have rules that govern how you are going to protect each other in society that are already bigger than you as an individual. You've already bought into it. So when people are saying, it's my individual right to not get vaccinated, that's like saying, I don't feel like waiting for a red light. I'm just going to drive through the red light because I feel like it. Well, we know if you drive through a red light or a stop sign, you might hurt yourself or you might hurt somebody else or you may kill somebody. And so we want we have we have things that are designed to protect society and civilization. And, and, and when you get vaccinated, you are contributing to protecting your loved ones, and your, your fellow countrymen around you. And if you don't get vaccinated, and, and here in the United States, I don't know the rules in the Cayman Islands, I say, you know, uh, not being unvaccinated is like a, a person sitting at home drinking uh, a large amount of alcohol 
and smoking cigarettes in their house. Well, you can do whatever you want in your house, but then we don't want you getting in your car and driving down the road, nor do we want you in a restaurant smoking cigarettes next to me. Your habits are now going to harm other people around you. And so for, you know, I, I just, I feel strongly that, you know, that I agree with you. It's your individual right to not get vaccinated. I agree. But then you also need to remove yourself from the safety of, of civilization and society around you. It's no different than running through a red light or a stop sign or driving while drunk or smoking mm -hmm. in public where you're harming other people. 